This episode of MBSing is sponsored by Cards Against Humanity. They asked me not to read an ad, so I'm just going to thank them for their constant friendship and support. Enjoy the show. I do my head toss, check my nails. Baby, how you feeling? Hello, welcome to MBSing. I'm your host, Mary Beth Smith. My guest today is my friend Nick Mestad, and he talks to me about his love of Pixar films. This was such a joy. Um, about a year ago, when uh, Nick and I were working on Splatter Theater, uh, we enjoyed talking about movies with one another so we kind of both knew he had that going in and then uh, Nick realized that he, he just couldn't pass up the opportunity to talk about Pixar and I think it becomes evident really quickly how passionate he's been over the course of his whole life uh, for these films and uh, it was just a real joy to kind of talk through that whole trajectory and see how uh, that studio really um, still exists as kind of a goal for him maybe not even in terms of uh, finding it as a reality but in the things that he makes as a performer and a comedian uh, I think he's still very influenced by uh, their style and the things uh, that they find funny and like writing about and things Uh, so I cannot uh, wait for you guys to hear this sweet conversation. Another thing that I cannot wait for you guys to hear is another podcast project that I've been working on over the course of the last few months with three past guests of MBSing, Hannah Parsons, Lisa Burton, and Matt Young, uh, and myself have been working on a new podcast project called The Probe. It's available now uh, in the iTunes store, in Stitcher, all the ways that you listen to this uh, you can also listen to that. I'm really proud of it. I think it's really different, um, and it was a really fun project to try to tackle. Uh, and we're still wrapping up uh, the last few episodes, so you guys will hear it as we're still finishing it, and it will become uh, uh, we'll, we will no longer be working on it in a, a vacuum, and and that's really exciting. So I can't uh, encourage people enough to to check that out. Um, the Probe is a kind of satirical take on serial-esque uh, podcasting. One story told week by week will have eight weeks, and the first uh, season of The Probe focuses on a uh, high school presidential election. A lot of the other people um, who are voice actors on that show have been guests on this one in the past, so you may hear some familiar voices. And I hope to corral some of the other great voice talent into uh, doing this over the course of the next few weeks, get some crossover, and uh, get some uh, fun episodes out of talking to those people as well because uh, it's just a great cast. It's been a really fun project. I'm excited for everyone to hear that. So, uh, that's Probe Podcast uh, on Twitter or on Facebook or uh, to kind of keep up with things or just however you listen to podcasts, subscribe and rate and review and all that good stuff. The same kind of things that you do for this show, right? And all the other shows that are in the Chicago Podcast Co-op of which we find ourselves a part of. If you like this show, you should listen to Cinema Jaw. If you like how in-depth we get through all of the uh great Pixar films and you'll enjoy uh, those fellows takes on the films they review as well I assure you they're super smart funny guys and uh, if if you're into film and people talking about it I can't encourage you to check out Cinema Jaw enough thank you so much also to the Chicago Podcast Cooperative for setting up all my sponsorships week in and week out I couldn't do all this without you guys, and it's been a joy to be a part of. 
One last plug, it's for the Fishbowl. It's at 9.30 Thursday nights at the Annoyance Theater here in Chicago. Uh, If you are a student of improv or just someone who enjoys it, I think you will enjoy this show. That's the selling point, right? Just if you like improv, you will like this. Oh, man. That's that's what it's come to. I talk about it every week. Uh, but if you've this is the first time you're listening because you love Pixar or you love Nick, and I can see why you love one or both of those things, um, it's a show where we invite teachers and performers from the Annoyance to play along with four or five random students that we uh, choose out of a bowl. They've thrown their student uh, improv student IDs into, and uh, they get a chance to play with some vets uh, who they may not have gotten a chance to play with otherwise. And they get some stage time because they're still trying to figure it out. And then my team sight and scene closes everything out. It's a great show just like this. Did you do anything this morning before you came over? I, uh, uh, no, the answer is no, no, the, the short answer is no. I like woke up naturally at nine thirty ish. That's not bad. No. Um, after a midnight show, after a midnight show <laughs> and I went to bed at like round three, but nine thirty is like that. I, I feel like I'm kind of like, like it, it, that's earlier than I would ever wake up like five years ago. So <laughs> yeah, sure. Nash woke up at nine thirty and was just like, and I like woke up and like had like some toast and was like, I could get up now. I'm kind of feeling it. I'm like, but I can sleep in. <laughs> So I like scrolled through Netflix uh, on my computer in bed and then I just went back to sleep. Nice. Um, yeah. And and it, yeah, it was like I'm feeling like or I was feeling like a little groggy waking up at like 1130. Later. Yeah. But um, <laughs> but yeah. Um, yeah. How about you? What did you do? Um, no, I was uh, I started to tell you before um, we started recording, but I was mm. watching Georgia football and they were playing Ole Miss, which is a conference game and they were not playing well uh last i looked at the score it was 45 to 0 old miss man so i'm kind of a college football uh, novice is kind of an okay it's kind of I giving would, me I too much credit i like, wasn't sure how much you were uh bringing to the table where that was yeah, yeah 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 i mean my default is to be like uh-huh oh right. yeah, yeah. <laughs> but uh, i mean i like i'm like semi-familiar with golden gopher football from like five years ago really yeah uh and that is only like semi is that no. where you're from or where you uh, minnesota yeah nice. i didn't i didn't go to school there but my brother and sister did so i nice. went to my fair share of of uh gopher games nice but the forty-five to zero thing. I feel like that you could tell that score to me and not tell, not say anything else. I'd be like, "That's a college game of some kind." Yeah, <laughs> like it's that's a, very it's true. Like basketball or like football. Like I feel like the to zero, the yeah. double digits to zero is like a college. Is the thing. only that's the only place you're gonna find it it's because like the the nature of the disparate teams, like maybe in the NFL, but in mm-hmm. the NFL, that would be like a huge blowout, you know? Right. Right. I feel like the, to zero, cause like even in NFL, I always feel like sometimes I hear of like to three, you See, know, the problem is the Georgia. So last week, Georgia's kicker missed two field goals. Mm-hmm. So this week they were playing, they had a new kicker in and mm-hmm. he had already missed one during the part of the game that I, uh, watched uh, <laughs> the missed field goal kick is uh, I feel like I'm talking to platitudes a little too much I'm like, you know, the, the to zero and the field goal kick I need them I like it kind of um, I like it but it's yeah interesting yeah. for me to get someone's perspective who's only like very casually mm-hmm. observes college football <laughs> yeah I mean like my association with it I like I, I really love a good uh, college football game um, but I I 
I, I don't, I don't know like really. Not like a serious any, follower. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But it's fun. It's uh, fun. I think it's fun. But we do share um, a mutual love of movies. Mm. So that can swing mm-hmm. us into this thing. Yes. My guest today is Nick Mestad. And uh, he's going to be talking to me about Pixar movies. Yes. Which I'm very excited about. Me too. He told me about 20 minutes ago while I was setting up my computer. And I feel like we both had to quell all of our thoughts on the subject until I could actually get the mics up. Definitely. There was like three, within the span of like 30 seconds of like kind of talking about it, I had like four things I wanted you to like wanna, dive in. Like, yeah. oh, what do you think of this? What do you think of this? What do you think of this? I know. Yeah. Uh, well, where do you think the origin of your love for Pixar started? Um, well, I... I uh, so I'll just go per- personal with it right away. I feel like I mean, love it. I, I, That's what it is, man. Yeah. it's all about how you uh, like it and your. I mean, I asked you what your origin was. Yeah. So Toy Story came out when I was in third grade. So I think like eight or nine. Uh huh. Um, and I have the memory of of going to see a kid in King Arthur's Court in theaters. That's amazing. And I remember the Toy Story trailer played before it. Yeah. And uh, I remember it from that, like being like, "Whoa, what's that?" I feel like I agree with you. I saw yeah. it as a t- a trailer before I ever saw the movie. Yeah, and it's like I, I remember just like obviously like this is all like hindsight like oh man what did i really think but like yeah. it, it just looked like the fact that it was toys and mm-hmm. like it looked i didn't know what the animation looked different it, it just was else. different and yeah. it looked very like rich and like i was like i, I was like what is oh, that man. um and so that was it and then there was a trailer for it as well uh i had the vhs for the santa claus yeah um <laughs> and there was a trailer for toys on that that i like watched and rewatched and rewatched that's great and that's so funny yeah tim allen too tim, <laughs> i mean talk about tim allen's Heyday. I mean, th- but and just to go off on that, it's like Tim Allen is like because Toy Story. I mean, they're making a fourth Toy Story that's coming out. I think two years from now. Right. I mean, talk about Tim Allen, like you know, striking not striking while the iron's hot. I mean, I guess Home Improvement was like seven or eight years. Yeah, yeah. But like, I mean, that's still like you know, mm-hmm. um, he was a popular guy. I, I don't know. I, okay, uh, there's no, a, there's okay. a point to be made there, but um, I agree with you. I feel like I heard a um a trivia question at some point that was like there was one year where Tim Allen had like the number one uh like book because he had written some like comedy book that yeah people love. he's wearing a tool belt on yeah it's like yeah, there's there's one that's like uh don't stand too close to a naked man that I think is, is it i was like i was like that was like the title is somewhere around in my brain <laughs> yeah. and i can't act that is i'm pretty sure that year he had like a number one comedy book a number one animated movie like a number you know like it was TV just show, like there yeah. was one yeah like number one tv mm-hmm. show and it was just like the year of Tim Allen. That's it. That's like the Belushi, John Belushi thing of yeah. like, like you know, it, 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 thinking about it now, it's like Tim Allen. It wouldn't be surprised if he like, you know, well, this is a little dark, but died young, like oh, you know, like because he was just like white hot for like, mm-hmm. you know, there's a three year span where he was just like probably could have done anything. Yeah. Um, but with that number one stuff, but yeah, interesting. Mm-hmm. He's uh, it's funny because. My family loves his current television show. Like, is that Last Man Standing? Uh, yeah, I think that's what it's called. Okay. Yeah, 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 yeah. Um, it's it's so much like Home Improvement. <laughs> like, it's just a little more modernized Home yeah. Improvement. Yeah, <laughs> because I, I, uh, uh, for I was we did a Home Improvement bit for a show mm-hmm. I did recently. So I was looking through YouTube clips of Home Improvement a lot. <laughs> Uh, but one of the things was, it's like, it's last minute. I think it's just like home improvement, but the whole family is like, it's all daughters. Like it's yeah. all, so it's only with women. That's right. Yes. So, so that would make sense as to why it has the last man standing title. Right. right. I never even thought of it before this. It also has a very conservative 
uh, like leaning. Sure. There's like one character who's the token liberal guy. Oh man, <laughs> it's really interesting. If you ever get a chance, just like take in a whole episode. Okay, uh, yeah. I, I I task you with this. Okay, and I accept. <laughs> I will. I will like with purpose watch an episode uh, soon. Do Do you think you saw Toy Story in theaters? I definitely did. I think no, I did too. Yeah, it was like um. So yeah, so it was just like I I have those memories of like that was like the first like inkling, and I remember. Um, seeing like a commercial for it on TV and mm-hmm. I remember this is weird but I remember it was like Woody being like uh, it was the joke of him standing on the shelf and being like can you give me a hand and the buzz throws his hand up yeah. and I remember being like oh that like this movie is like it's coming out soon and so um, and, and like growing up we would go often to um, like a, the the like second run theater so we'd get movies yeah. like later and at nice. the time I was like young I didn't like realize didn't that we were watching yeah, yeah we're watching like we saw Christmas Vacation in like March <laughs> and like but like so like it was just like mo- it's like it was kind of a treat to like I'd have to really like the like the movie and like uh-huh. just see it like at first and theaters, yeah, yeah. so like saw Ninja Turtles and stuff nice, like, yeah. right away uh-huh. and so Toy Story was one of those things where it's like um, I remember I came home I mean this is just like a specific memory but I, I came home it. from third grade and like um, my mom was just like, uh, it was some reference to like, I was like, okay, you know, like, what are we doing tonight? And she said, well, we're going to see Toy Story. And I was like, yes. yeah. So <laughs> me and my awesome. mom, yeah, it was like, th- yeah, it's like, it's weird that I like remember that. I can't, yeah, like, that's amazing. But yeah, so me and my mom like went to, yeah, and saw Toy Story at the, at the like theater. And, uh, yeah, I, like it was like uh, powerful. Was, yeah. I mean, and, like at the time I wasn't like this, you know. It, you were like, like a you were like a, a cinephile with like no, a really refined taste. No, 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 not at all. It was just like I, I love this thing and yeah, like it was impossible not to. I think yeah, and like it's like interesting to think like back to it because it was like you know you, like hearing all the information like you know ten years later just like yeah mm-hmm. like Buzz Lightyear dolls were like the most popular toy of the year and like to consider mm-hmm. it was just like an original movie that like you know had some backing to it but wasn't expected to be right you know disney so uh i asked you if you had watched like pixar documentaries mm-hmm. and so i'm always like shady on the beginnings of like pixar's relationship with disney because it was mm-hmm. like pixar has had like associations with apple as mm-hmm. well mm-hmm. so when they was toy Story was their first feature right yeah yeah and it was like so um so it was like the first I think five movies that Disney Pixar did mm-hmm. was a partnership. They didn't, I don't, it wasn't Disney. They didn't uh, like own them or anything. No, no, no. Right. So it was just like a partnership that I think Disney distributed it, but it was a Pixar feature. And that's why they would all be labeled Disney Pixar yes. as opposed to one or the other. Right, Got right. It. And right. Um, and like before that, like I think like through the 80s, um, it was started by like George Lucas, like that's Pixar right. was. And then yeah. I think Steve, uh, the, he sold it to Apple. And so Steve Jobs, and they just like started like this like like computer animation division, right? And that's where John Lasseter, like the the right. head, it was like he like it was just him. I think like making like um, there's like Lux, the Luxo lamp, like Luxo Junior. Mm-hmm. That was like the the short and uh, like a bunch of just like computer the animation. The lamp that's short. now in the logo, mm-hmm. yeah, was like, like the, their first short. Yep, yep, um, yeah. I, so. I had the VHS for Toy Story. Yes. Um, and I would like watch all, it had like some, I want to say it had stuff like before and after the movie that were like other shorts and stuff. And I feel like that's the first time I ever watched them and was like, I don't think I fully understood. I think it was just like, oh, like in, this is a another little cartoon that like mm-hmm. the same people made. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, so I feel like even at a young age, 
because of the story that Pixar had and how good their movies were, mm-hmm. I still had like a slight understanding of the the idea that it was like a new like group of people and like a separate part of Disney. Totally. Yeah. Yeah. And I think like that definitely like registered because it was just like. You know, it, it it just like felt different. Yeah. Like there was no music in it. It wasn't a musical. Right, it wasn't right. Like a fairy tale. Yeah, um, that's a really good point. Yeah, it just it, felt like it was like its own thing, mm-hmm. almost in every way. Yeah, because my other favorites around that time were like Beauty and the Beast and like Lion King, mm-hmm. which like I super loved, mm-hmm. but were like musicals. They were mm-hmm. very like fairy tale heavy. Uh, uh, um, Lion King is like uh, probably on the I don't know because it's like Shakespeare based or whatever, but it's still super musical and animated yeah. and stuff. Yeah, it's like interesting to hear because I love Lion King and I but and I like it's weird. It's like weird in hindsight to like hear that it was like you know Shakespeare and you're like because yeah. isn't it based on Hamlet? Yeah, I've never like I'm so unversed in Hamlet. That's it's, funny. It's embarrassing. Yeah, but yeah, yeah. So it's <clears throat> the beginning. Of well, I guess you actually see Hamlet's father killed by his uncle in, mm. well, Hamlet Simba's father yeah, killed yeah. by his uncle in The Lion King, mm. whereas in Hamlet that's happened before the ship play starts. Okay, but uh, otherwise, you minus a lot of the deaths, uh, <laughs> similar-ish storyline. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. I, uh, I, I saw it. Lion King on the re-release when they re-released it in 3D like in 2011 mm-hmm. and I watched it and like I like it was kind of like my third year in Chicago but mm-hmm. I, I remember the Timon and Pumbaa like section of it yeah I'm like oh this is like my Chicago <laughs> which is like embarrassing to think of just like yeah like self-discovery and away from things and oh it's beautiful it's adorable yeah yeah so um <laughs> I guess t- by that definition I'm so like my Timo- Timon and Pumbaa face which is cool I love it yeah um so what do you so after you saw Toy Story do you think when you started to see other Pixar movies you had that connection like mentally I think so I mean like I remember like I remember like seeing it a few times I remember seeing it like again with my grandpa mm-hmm. um, in theaters and I, I like because I, like everyone loved Toy Story like yeah. every kid loved Toy Story mm-hmm. like I think that's a pretty universal thing mm-hmm. um, for people of our age especially totally I yeah. mean it was just like the thing but I remember like in my third grade class the, another memory I have is that there was like a moment where like my teacher was like giving out prizes like she had like a box of prizes and then she would like pull like a raffle like with our ticket like our names on tickets and stuff and be like so she'd like hold up like a like bouncy ball and be like okay like who's gonna get this and reach into the basket and like pull out like a name Mm -hmm. and she had like three toy story trading cards that were just like (laughs) stills from the movie and i remember like i was just like i want those i want those i want those oh when are we gonna do the cards yet okay we haven't done the cards we haven't done the cards and when she when she held up the cards and pulled out the name it was she she said my name and i got the cards and i've thought about that moment a few times Uh since then and being like was my name really on that ticket or was she just like a great teacher? That like, is so adorable. Yeah. I love it. Yeah. She knew how excited you were. Yeah. So she could have just chill. Like no one would have called her on it. No, no. And like in hindsight, I'm like, man, like that's like what like serendipity. But yeah. Mrs. Olsen, shout out. She, she, yeah. she was like my favorite. Te- I mean, still is like one of my favorite Aww. teachers that I read. She was like, she's not just because of that. But right. Like, that sure, was like sure, exemplary sure. of like what it, it was great Like the her. kind of attention that she would pay to like her mm-hmm. students and stuff. That's awesome. It was awesome. And yeah. then, um, yeah, I mean, like, the, yeah, like, I like uh, that Christmas I got, like, uh, f- uh, from my grandma, like, a, like a Woody Buzz and Rex, like, action figures. Oh, of them. yes. Um, 
Yeah, I, I, like I just like love, 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 love. Yeah, Story. yeah, um, yeah. And then, yeah, I like, like, it, yeah. And then, um, and then Bugs Life came out like a mm-hmm. few years later, like a few years later. And I remember seeing the trailer for that and being like, oh my god, like it, it's like it's weird as a kid because it's not like you see Toy Story and you think like, oh, I can't wait for what they come out with next. Yeah, you like, didn't I have like any concept thing. of that. Right, yeah, yeah. Like, I just like Especially, this thing. and I don't even know that that was as inherent in culture as it is now. Totally. You know what I mean? Right, we get another one is just a given if exactly. it's a success, totally. Because yeah. so much attention is paid to what people respond to in mm-hmm. the first place and just, yeah, right. out more. Right, like, and, and almost like calculated to the point of like, okay, we're gonna release this and we ha- it's it's setting up the sequel already kind right. of stuff. Like exactly. that was, was non-existent. At yeah, the yeah, especially when you look at their whole body of work um, and like you were saying earlier, you know, there's there's a Toy Story four coming out in like the next couple years. We mm-hmm. know like that there are certain sequels, it, yeah. like in the in the pipeline. Totally, yeah. I mean, and that's an interesting concept too of just like the like like just making a good movie and then the sequel coming from it rather than like we're setting up a franchise and we know it because like I yeah, think of, that's a good like uh, distinction yeah totally because i mean like toy story i mean the toy story trilogy i would put up as one of the best trilogies of all time absolutely hands down agree yes and like and it's interesting that each one of those movies was planned to be just like nope this is the last Stint. Toy Story. yeah right yeah and like i remember toy story 2 like the end of it it's just like that was like somehow better than the original i toy was gonna story. say i feel like everyone that's come out i've been like is this the best one yeah like they're all so good well it's like a feeling of like well that's it they wrapped it up perfectly and somehow topped themselves yeah they can't do it anymore because i remember hearing like toy story 3 coming out and being like oh no well i mean yeah, yeah. i mean there was, like, there was, i know yeah, what you mean it was like mixed a mixed feeling of just like you know like i don't know how they can top it but 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 then i also think of like the Dark Knight trilogy too because yeah. like Batman Begins was like singular and it's like okay it was a success we'll make a sequel it's like oh well that was one of the Dark best Knight sequels is like, of all time yeah exactly and, like, <laughs> and so it's like interesting but yeah and then I mean this is a rabbit hole because then I think well Lord of the Rings is like also one of the best trilogies <laughs> and that was like completely like maybe the first time they like really set up a trilogy yes. from the get go but right yeah, yeah. and then uh, I think Lord of the Rings was almost one of the last uh, like <laughs> trilogies that was based on a book series that didn't split the last thing into more than one part. I know. And it's so like almost every one of those projects now has seemingly been pretty unsuccessful. Like, yeah. you know, especially critically, like yes. when they do that, especially if you look at like The Hobbit. Mm hmm. They they either like totally stopped making the like divergent series movies or like move them to direct a video and stuff like that. That's yeah. like the worst version of it, you yes. know? Yeah. Yeah. It's interesting. I mean, like, yeah, and it's hard not to feel for me not to feel old like talking like that, but like I do because it's just like I because I I actually haven't seen any of the Hobbit movies, and not out uh, of and not out of like protest or anything. I just like didn't it I just wasn't didn't feel compelled. I haven't seen any of them either. I I really don't. I don't really care if I ever do. Yeah, yeah. And like, it's just, it's just interesting because like in my head it's just like, oh no, like these... Like, and like the... I'm never going to watch another Pirates of the Caribbean movie, right. for instance. You know, like right. all these things that kind of s- had their nexus around the same time mm-hmm. and have kind of followed similar trajectories in terms of like how many have been made and, and uh, uh, like you said, like things that didn't necessarily start to set up an entire franchise, but now... Yeah. that's like the way Hollywood works the most. Yeah. Well, and it's interesting because it's hard for me like in my head to kind of like uh, separate the like um, 
like how much have movies changed and how much has my perception changed because sure. it's like it's like thinking back to Toy Story the original it's like no that legitimately was just a singular movie that they poured everything into and was just phenomenal sure uh, and then and like could totally stand on its own it, and yes and like does stand on its own and it's like oh well I didn't know that at the time either but it's like now sure. it's like it's like you know me now like kind of like knows ish kind of how the business right. like of Hollywood like oh like this will probably get a sequel and stuff like it's like hard for me to separate like how much I've changed and just like wait was it always this way right. that, like, was Toy Story actually made to be like to set up to a set up everything else wait, that's a no. good point yeah. yeah um yeah it's just it's just interesting but yeah how did you respond to the few movies that really followed like obviously you love mm-hmm. the whole trilogy like uh Bugs Life, in retrospect, I would say is like typically considered one of the weaker picks. Yeah, I, I I I agree with that. I mean, like, um, yeah, I, like Bugs Life. I like I remember seeing the trailer for it, and like I remember it said like from the creators of Toy Story, and I mm-hmm. remember like that text on the screen. Toy Story was the logo of it. And I, I remember being like, oh, yeah, there's another one. Like yeah. I, I'm gonna see this. Like open it, and I remember like I was in sixth grade, and like we rolled like twenty deep to like see Bugs <laughs> Life, and like I like. I I mean, I, I like loved it at the time. Yeah, I was like, this is sure. great because I Me uh, too. You're just like so hungry for like, you know, the, more, more of that. that good. I mean, it's still in the grand scheme of animation films, mm-hmm. still mm-hmm. incredibly well made. <laughs> right. Totally. And I think it's like a really it's just interesting. Like it's an interesting movie because it's like what Pixar like uh became as just like this like basically like bulletproof creative like it was like perfect a great way to put it and just you know incredible voice talent from top to bottom yeah i mean like really it's like what they became is like bugs life is like an interesting example i almost find it like uh like inspiring in terms of like it's it is weaker like Mm -hmm. almost universally just accepted like it's a weaker like sophomore effort sure and i'm like oh that's interesting even like the you know the best creative like <laughs> that filmmakers. could make one of those most singular like mm-hmm. pinnacle of animation kind yeah of. and then it's like it's, just, it's like it's a good movie it's just not like their best i'm just like uh-huh. oh, okay like they're like they were finding their way and exactly. like it's inspiring that like not every single one of them is just like oh my god this is a classic that's a really funny take on it yeah uh so what what were the next so you said you were in like sixth grade when Bugs, Bugs Life, Life came, came out? out? Yeah. Because uh, that was like, yeah, that was like November of 98. I also like kind of like weirdly no dates. I was going to say, I love that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> was like so a, uh, spat yeah, off. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So what was after that? Um, after that was Toy Story 2. Mm-hmm. So it was like a year later, which was really cool because it was just like, oh man, they're coming out oh, of the movie right. like yeah, right that's away. For when they started being able to. Yeah. And I, yeah, I was like. Uh, I, I entered a so I'm in seventh grade at this point, mm-hmm. and there was a coloring contest in the uh, Minneapolis Star Tribune yes. uh, that I I just like was like it's like um, you know submit this coloring contest to your local Verizon store and uh, enter for a free chance to win uh, like four passes to a sneak peek of Toy Story two. That's amazing. So I was like, oh yeah, I'm, I'm gonna, gonna do this. The shit so out of it this. Like, and it was like it was like Woody Bullseye and Jesse, and uh-huh. I was I like just like colored the shit out of it, and like 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 and my mom had won- this is really funny I haven't thought about this but my mom had a, like won a coloring contest in fourth grade like in her class so this is yes. nothing you know this is like yeah. but I remember being like mom like is this a good coloring job like and my mom like is a good color and I said because like I remember like seeing like stuff she would occasionally color like in a coloring book like if I like had a color she colored for me I'd be like this is this is like perfect so like I like kind of like held up to where I'm like anything I can improve and she's like maybe you want a star kind of like put like a design in like the empty space so I did that uh-huh. I mean 
I love my mom. Like, like the fact that she, like, in hindsight, like, I cut coached it out. Coached you through it. Coached me through it. And then, like, brought it before work to a Verizon store at, like, the <laughs> right. local mall. Yeah. Like, it's just like, thank you so much. Yeah. Uh, and then, um, and then I won it, and then uh, I got four tickets. That's and amazing. Yeah, so we went to the mall. <laughs> like of a critic screening or something like that. Yeah, it was like for families. It was just like, oh, at, no. it, yeah. It, oh, it was, I mean, it was awesome. like it was like the week before it came out, so uh -huh. it was like very close to release. Uh -huh. But I remember. But you have to have been so oh, stoked. Oh, I remember coming home the day, and I remember opening up the cupboard. Like I came home from school, opened up the cupboard to like get a snack, uh -huh. and there was like an envelope for no me, way. and I had no idea. And it was like Star Tribune. I had no idea. I'm like, what is this? And my mom was kind of standing there, like, uh, and I opened. Up and it was like the four tickets, and I was just like, "Oh my That's god, so amazing!" Yeah, um, and again, like the movie lived up to this like so seemingly so. astronomical expectation. So much so, I mean, I like beforehand, and like you could always kind of like feed the um, anticipation because like with movies that big, they would like have like you know you go to Barnes and Noble, and they would have like the movie book and yes. the, the learn to draw the characters. Totally. And like you would glean information of like, ooh, there's a new character. Right. Or you like, see like um, Al's toy barn yes. and like Emperor Zerg and yes. like all that stuff. Yeah. And that's that's exactly, I, I bought that. <laughs> I mean, I, I bought the like how to draw the characters and like Zerg was in mm. it. And like, I remember like telling my friend Chuck, I'm like, Zerg is in, in it. The movie. Like and he yeah. and he has like a nerf gun hand and yeah. like he's like in it and there's like this like prospector Isn't character. That at the very beginning of the movie yes. too. Yeah. Yes. yes. And uh. it's like and it's like and you see Al Toybon, you're like, oh my god, like this is gonna be good. I remember like one of the first stills that they released was of Buzz and like um, like Mr. Potato and like the gang that they have, like crossing with uh, the, the cones, traffic, the traffic cones. cones yeah. And I remember being like, I cannot this wait for awesome. this movie. Yeah. <laughs> I like bought a Disney magazine because it had that one picture in it and being like, yes. That's amazing. Yeah. Um, and so, yeah, we saw the movie on like an early Saturday morning at the Mall of America th movie theater. And like, I was like, it was great. I mean, it, like, it, like, yeah, I still like kind of think back to like how it opens with Buzz Lightyear uh -huh. and you're just like in it. And it's just like, and Woody is like always been my favorite character Aww, in the movies, and yeah. so like the fact that it was like you got all of the like it, it is so satisfying. Like this, like the backstory that they like kind of like created for him of yeah. like he's a fi he's like a fifties icon. So and, cool! Like, I love that. It it really does take a world that they did such an amazing job of establishing in the first movie and just make it like even richer. Yeah, and. Uh, yeah, I'm I'm totally with you. It's like it and it never betrays like what they had already set up and No. It's so so I really think I don't know if you'd agree with me or not, but I I definitely think that this is like where Pixar exists for a lot of people um like our age and like of a more adult like parent generation, not like young parent generation, uh but I think that watching these kinds of movies as a kid is one of the things that like made me an emotional movie watcher. Like, mm. cause I remember watching Toy Story 2 and like getting very like emotionally invested and like teary at like Jesse singing, yeah. um, uh, uh, when she loved me. Yeah. Yeah. When, yeah. 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 And I had all the um, Disney like compilation mm -hmm. albums when I was growing up. Sure. So I would hear that song all the time and like think of the movie and mm -hmm. get like I just I'm like a movie crier to begin with. Like yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, uh, anything if it's like intended to make me feel that way, mm -hmm. I'm gonna fucking feel it. And I I think like the Toy Story movies might have been one of the first things for the where that's concerned for me. That, that I that makes complete sense. I like. 
because it, it really is it like just like it, it's especially in animation like just being like oh damn like how do i feel this yeah like, yeah lord and they show all those flashbacks to like mm-hmm. man that is deep stuff like yeah. it's it's it, it really is incredible like the yeah that they that they're yeah, that they go there. I don't because I don't think I cried. I don't have the memory of like crying when I saw that movie. Mm-hmm. But I remember like, and it could have been because I knew it was coming. Like I maybe had read somewhere that maybe. there was just like there's a very emotional backstory. Or yeah. It's surprisingly emotional. Um, but it's so good. Like it's, it's so good to like. It's like just like on a flat level. It's like they like how hard they thought about a toy and like yeah. the relationship that a child has with the toy yes and like it's just like so like and like the just toys the toy story movies in general looking at them it's like oh man how do they write such great characters like mr potato Ed is like you know don rickles like yeah. kind of insult he's frustrated and it's like no it's like on a simple level it's born out of like okay this is a character whose face is always coming apart like yeah. so he's frustrated and cynical <laughs> that's great and then like like the, you know ham the piggy bank is like knows everything because he's like a bank yeah and then like i never thought of and it's that. like and it's like rex is like subverted it's like well a t-rex is like supposed to be fearsome but his like arms are small and it's cheap plastic and a bad paint job and he's just yeah. like really like yeah. doesn't have self-confidence that's and amazing like, it's really incredible like I, I like i lose sight of like man like these characters are so good and yeah, it's like and it's it like always the goes cowboy is like the leader he corrals everyone together and he's like very steadfast and loyal Mm -hmm. man that's so cool it like yeah i mean it's just like going back to like it's like like the like man like where these characters came from it's like really deceivingly simple just like okay like it's a pull string cowboy doll so he's dependable but he's also dated yeah for like the new like and it's like frontier western versus space right like it's like there's just all this stuff at play that's like it's like man how do they come up with stuff and it's like it, it seems like you think, you think, you think, and then it just like goes to the simple stuff of yeah. like, no, it's like this is the lens they look That's through. a really beautiful way to look at it. Even down to like all of the little plastic army men. Yeah. You know, I remember that being in those first moments of the first movie and mm-hmm. just being like, oh my God, I love this. Like, yeah. Immediately just like, this is amazing. And I yeah. think that was in a, te- a teaser trailer yes, for the movie too. Yes, it definitely too. was, yes. And I was just like, that looks amazing. Yeah. Yeah. And yeah. Again, it's like, it's so simple. You mm-hmm. have a bucket of army men mm-hmm. who actually act like they're in the army. And, yeah. like- <laughs> and everything is just like from that perspective. I mean, it really, I've like thought about it like, uh, like if Pixar somehow, like if Bugs Life was their first movie and the Toy Story movies didn't exist, like everything else is the same about Pixar, but there's no Toy Story. If now they just, let's say, okay, Finding Dory just came out. Mm-hmm. If they announced the next movie is Toy Story mm-hmm. and it's like this movie of just, about toys and it's the same movie it's still i feel like so different and so creative it like just it 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 just like speaks to like a universal experience that hadn't really been like given words yeah or like showcased in that way because like army man i remember like my like because like my parents love toy story and like i remember my uncle mine too yeah like i got like the vhs for christmas and i remember i popped it in like when family was still over my uncle came down and was like like really enjoying it and like laughing at the army man stuff Uh because it's like you know, he played with army men. Right. Like, it's like really powerful to like put words to something that like is universal. universal. Yeah. That hasn't been spoken to yet. And I feel like that is a definitive example of that where it's just like, this is great. And like, mm-hmm. I have a personal connection to like, Oh, I thought my toys came alive. Or, yeah. Like, I, I had personalities that I gave to my toys. Yeah. Yeah. That's amazing. And like, and the feeling of having like one favorite and like getting mm-hmm a little older as a kid and like a new thing being exciting and mm-hmm. all that stuff it is so it just feels so good and personal to like everyone watching it mm-hmm. uh 
Toy Story 2. I loved Toy Story 2, especially because of Jesse, because I was just like, sure. you know, I'm not a Bo Peep girl. I'm a Jesse girl. No, like, uh, yeah, 100%. <laughs> Come on. Yeah, well, and, like, and like Bo Peep was like, a, like you know, a peripheral character. Like, right. There wasn't much you could like latch on to there. Yeah, so, yeah. Like, it's like Toy Story is is a bro- is ultimately a bromance. <laughs> yeah, 100%. 100%. I, like, I loved it, but mm-hmm. the introduction of Jesse was like, oh, damn. Like, mm-hmm. now there's... And it was like, um, isn't it Joan Cusack, yeah. too? I mean, that's amazing. I yeah. remember there was the moment in the... I, like... The classic thing of when you're growing up, the funniest thing was just like to quote movies. Mm-hmm. Yes, to- <laughs> that is so funny without realizing it. Yeah, it's like it's like I'm funny because here's something funny I heard. And yeah. I would always quote the the prospector. Yeah, he'll want to meet ya. That's and cool. everyone like died because everyone knew that moment of the movie <laughs> and I loved it because I loved Jesse. Yeah. I loved how like excited she was in that moment and it's mm-hmm. like you said like it's just when you're finding out all this stuff about Woody this character that you already love. Mm-hmm. I just remember so specifically like latching on to that. Yeah that is so funny because I don't feel like that is like uh like a big uh, like a, billbo- a billboard line from that movie, but I know that line and it is funny and it's like that's very like it feels like a deep cut to be quoting that and like people being like oh yeah hell yeah, yeah like, exactly that's like how permeated it was yeah, yeah that is fantastic I mean like and like thinking about it now it's like the way it's like because there's like certain lines in that movie that like my sister is like seven years younger so like she. Mm very much like was watching Toy Story with That's me. That's interesting because like, my brother's five years older so okay. it's all, you guys are like shifted yeah. almost. So was he Was he? were you both seeing them we together? We definitely okay. watched the Toy Story movies yeah, like we definitely watched Toy Story together and like those those other Disney movies that I mentioned uh, I think you know eventually he kind of like aged out mm-hmm. of stuff like more quickly than I did for mm-hmm. sure but we both like super love Toy Story and Toy Story 2 mm-hmm. um, and uh, I would probably even go into like was Monsters Inc. after t- Toy Story two? Yeah, that was the movie. Yep, after. I Toy think Story. we both really dug that one too. Yeah, yeah. I, like because I have that. The, my sister was like, yeah, she was just like watching Toy Story with me. Toy Story. She came with like my mom and her came with me and my friend Chuck who I invited to the Toy Story to two the premiere. Yeah. So so my sister was just there for everything too. Uh-huh. And um, I forgot where I was going with it. That's okay. But I mentioned Monsters Inc. and you talked about your. Oh oh, it's because I interrupted you. So your sister mm-hmm. is seven years younger. Um, I don't know. Shoot. But anyway, <laughs> um, but yeah, shoot. She was experiencing it from a younger age though. Yeah. Oh, here's what it was. Going to the specific lines quoting, like, oh, right. my, it's still like a currency between me and my sister to like throw quotes out there. Mm-hmm. Like, um, even from a bug's life, there's a line where he, where, um, uh, Princess Ada Julie Louise Dreyfus. Yeah, yeah. It says, Well, Flick, you did. <laughs> and I'll, we'll still like say that to each other. I love that. Uh, and there's a line from between Woody and Jesse when they're like fighting in Toy Story 2 where it's like, Well, if the boot fits. And like, we'll still throw that around. Like, there's like, yeah. I, my brother and I used to say, it isn't Pixar, but I've mentioned how much we love Lion King mm-hmm. when Simba and Nala are fighting mm-hmm. and Nala goes, Pinja, and then a second yeah. later, pinja you again. <laughs> yeah, totally, totally. Sorry for interrupting that. No, I love I, like, that you yeah, knew it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Pinja again. That like speaks to like it's like weird because I've had moments too where it's like um, there's a way that uh, uh, Sally Field that, uh, in Mrs. Doubtfire, Sally Field like has like coffee or like cream on her lips uh-huh. and like Pierce Brosnan like points to like and she the way she wipes it off of her mouth like 
my girlfriend and I have like like I, I like referenced that one time. She's like, my sister I and I used to do that to each other. Like it's like weird how like specific. Yes. If it's like just like if it's just like a specific thing, it like it really becomes like memorable yes. and like it's a thing that you remember, especially if it's a movie that you like. If and uh, Mrs. Doubtfire is a great example yes. of something that like. Everyone of our age was like obsessed yes. with it because it's amazing. It's amazing, <laughs> and it's just like it's like you just like end up like the how the rhythm of how something is said or mm-hmm. like looks or acted like becomes mm-hmm. like just a reference point and like a connection because exactly. it's just like people are familiar with the the like spe- specificity of it. Exactly, it's very interesting. My boyfriend came home one night. Uh, he had been hanging out. He's really good friends with Ryan Ben, and he had been hanging out with Ryan, and he was like. Um, can I tell you a joke that me and Ryan came up with earlier? And I was like, absolutely. <laughs> and he said, what's Mrs. Doubtfire's favorite museum? The Louvre. <laughs> <laughs> it's so stupid. That is fantastic. It's so stupid, but I laughed so hard. <laughs> that is so funny. So now we'll like try to play a game where we write, like we write jokes so that the pun- you can say the punchline in that manner. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. I mean that that hel- hello line uh-huh. is like something between <laughs> my friend Kevin and I. That like uh-huh. it's just like uh, like you shout that to the world. Uh-huh. Like that is like so. Uh-huh. Iconic. That and like drive-by fruiting. Yes. Are like <laughs> that. That one. I always feel like. Oh no, this is a deep cut. I'm making, but it's like, no, everybody, everybody knows, knows drive-by fruiting. Yeah, yeah. I mean, it's incredible. And my my girlfriend is like very, especially with Miss Doubtfire. Like has like a photograph, or not Miss Doubtfire, just has a photographic memory for like just songs Moments and movies and, and stuff like that. So like like I like think I referenced like something that Rob Williams does in like his like job interview like oh, yeah. I do voices like that whole montage yeah. and like I've like referenced something and then she'll just take it like four lines That's longer amazing. than that and it's like good lord <laughs> I know nothing That's amazing Yeah <laughs> It is. It is like an incredible thing to be like cuz like now I feel like like referencing movie quotes is like you do it sparingly or just like it's like you really pick and choose mm-hmm. Um, but when you do it, it's like it, part of it is is like I know this thing, and mm-hmm. so like if someone knows more, it's like oh dang, like uh, the, you, I don't, I know nothing. You called I, my bluff. You, you got me. Yeah, I was like, I t- there's a part of me that's attempting to appear like kind of in the know and like uh-huh. knowledgeable and cultured, and then it's like you called my bluff because I can't. <laughs> it, yeah, it's, 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 that's it's, so funny. Yeah, uh, I feel like this could just be about Toy Story because I like I could like still talk about because we haven't even touched on three. Um, uh-huh. Yeah, big yes, big, just yeah. But I also feel like we're at the age too, where like Toy Story is like since it was 15 years from the first one to the third one, mm-hmm. it's very much just like it's grown with us. Uh, yes, like mm-hmm. it's all like a life thing that mm-hmm. we're just like we have the memory of the first one, therefore like, and they're so good that like, especially it, the third new. one hitting and being about like Andy, you know, growing up and like yeah. leaving home and all that. Mm-hmm. Um, and I, what so what year did three? Come out? That was 2010. That's what I thought. Yeah. So I graduated from college in 2010. Yeah. Okay. So like watching Toy Story three, like the <laughs> year I graduated from college was like, yeah. Fuck. yeah no kidding. <laughs> I because I graduated in '09. I figured you were yeah, close. Yeah. yeah. Um. And uh, 10 was like my first coming up uh, my first year out here in Chicago. So it was like it was a very difficult year. But that whole like I mean this sounds like. Uh, it's you know, it, it is it was what it was, but like I like toy, anticipating Toy Story three was very much a like beacon of hope for me that first Aww. year because there was just a lot of like insecure there was just like 
it, it's hard. It's difficult. It was yeah. a difficult year being like out of college and like. Was not that knowing. the first time you had lived outside of Minnesota? Like, yeah. ever? Yeah, I mean, and like I would say it was the first real time I'd lived on my own. I mean, in college I'd lived, you know, like in apartments and stuff. But mm-hmm. like, I, it, that's like, you know, it definitely feels different. Yeah, yeah I was like connected to my parents and mm-hmm. stuff like that. But this was like a huge. And you got you always have like campus and yeah, a big like swath of friends that you know and stuff. Totally. So like moving out here, I moved out here with my roommate from college, and like it was just me and him, and mm-hmm. like same. Yeah, it was just like. Well, he wasn't my roommate, but I moved up here with someone from college. Yeah, yeah and it was just like, other than him, it was like you know we were taking improv classes and stuff, but it was just a lot of like, mm-hmm. especially like financially, just like I yeah. mean, my mom used to say like, you didn't have a pot to piss in, and I was like, oh, that's just what people say, and it was just like borderline true. Like it was <laughs> just like, <laughs> yeah, it was like a garden unit and like dark all the time, and like working graveyard shifts at like wow. a bookstore, and like. But but any, but like Toy Story three was just like anytime a trailer was released for it or Aww. like any more information, I was like I can't wait for this movie. Movies were definitely a big security blanket for me because mm. I only had uh, I only moved up here with like one person that I knew and he had a job and I didn't yet for mm. the first like couple months that I lived here, mm-hmm. and so I lived within like a twenty minute walk to the Davis. Yeah. So I would just like walk to the Davis mm. and like pick a movie <laughs> yeah yeah uh but that was like and it was so cheap you know they're mm-hmm. like six bucks so mm-hmm. i could like justify it a little more than anything else and that was like all i did yeah i mean that's interesting to think about like because i haven't excuse me it's okay like it like uh, it very much is a security thing mm-hmm. and like I, I i was not financially responsible at the time or and like in terms of just like Oh, I have money, then I'll spend it. Sure. And so, like, I, I think we saw, like, a lot of movies, especially, like, AMC River East. Like, oh, oh that, yeah. That, that's just the theater here. And we right. see movies there. Yeah. But it, it very much, and, like, the anticipation of it, too, it was, like, big mm-hmm. because it was just, like, it, it was almost just, like, no one can, t- like, no one can affect that. Like, the, like, and I didn't realize at the time, but I was like, this, I could just like think of the movie as the greatest thing ever. Therefore, like whenever I was down, I'd be like, oh, I can't wait for Toy Story 3. And like, yeah. and then um, when it actually came out, I saw it with my roommate and like a friend who came in from out of town. And like, I remember, I don't want to say it was like a panic attack because like I don't know what a panic attack was, but I was like um, feeling like I like ended up being very nervous as mm-hmm. I was watching it for, I just didn't know why, but I was like very anxious. And then, because the short film that played before it was Day and Night, which was like the two characters. Mm-hmm. It was like, it's one of my favorite shorts. It's gorgeous. Yeah, yeah. So good and it's so really, abstract. Uh, yeah, like very little dialogue. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, if yeah. any. Yeah, and it's just like, and like, I remember like as I was watching, I'm like, this is all hindsight, like analyzing it, but it was mm-hmm. just like, oh man, like I'm going to have to like basically reckon with the fact that this is just a movie. Oh and my like, gosh. Like, um, but that, it was probably one of the first things that had ever existed like that for you something that was so integral in your childhood that you were like looking forward to it so much totally that's a great point because it was like i so well backtracking a little bit like in college like the so 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 well okay well okay so we'll come back to the toy story 3 panic attack okay Okay. so we're gonna throw that out there love it back to it bookmark yes (laughs) so basically loved monsters inc really liked finding nemo like saw them multiple times in theaters loved them that's how i feel too it's like i super loved monsters inc i really loved like i i and i really liked uh finding nemo yes that's like my my exact yes okay okay and then and then incredibles i really loved as well yeah but then after that, there was like, so I, Incredibles came out in November of 04, and then Cars was supposed to come out in November of 05. And I graduated high school in 05, so fall of 05 was my 
first year in college. But then it was like delayed until summer of 2006. Really? Yeah. Just, I think just because, I don't know why, but because. So there was, there was like a gap of like Pixar movies in my freshman year of college. I like felt very out of place and like wasn't at college. Wasn't something that I had like really given much thought to. Like mm-hmm. my parents had to drag me to tour places and like right. I, I had no thought. So I was like in a place where I was just like, I was in a single dorm and like, I wasn't really connecting with college. And so I like, uh, there was a storyboard artist and kind of like a like one of the original like uh, brain trusts uh, behind Pixar. Mm-hmm. One of the one of the creative heads was Joe Ramft, and he was like a storyboard artist. He did the voice of Heimlich. Oh, cool! Um, really cool guy, and I believe he's from Minnesota. But like, he was just a guy that like. Um, I don't know where I had like seen him in like some interview or something, but like I I was aware of him and like I like mm-hmm. was I thought that was really cool. He was from Minnesota and mm-hmm. like um he was just I knew he was like behind Pixar, like mm-hmm. I knew that it was him. And he died in a car accident like <gasps> tragically in August of '05. And I remember like I watched Access Hollywood. Access Hollywood was a show I watched regularly That's at the so time. Funny. And I remember they had like a news ticker that said um I got like the tail end of like the ticker and it was just like you know something something pixar dies in tragic car accident and i was like john oh. lasseter died oh. like john lasseter died and then i like waited for it to come around again it was like joe ramp i'm like oh man but it said like something to the effect of like storyboard artist joe ramp dies in car accident and i remember this is like right before i started college and i remember thinking like storyboard artist is a job that somebody has yeah and then i remember like for a while after that when some when people which at the time were asking all the time like what do you want to do i was like i want to be a storyboard artist for pixar no way yeah 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 because it was just like this like realization of like oh i can just create ideas or just like invent and imagine and like help come up with the movie that's awesome yeah and like i was like that's what i want to do so like for all of freshman year of college I would like get back from class. I would like devour information about Pixar and like watch. Like I, I think I like like had my sister's copy of The Incredibles and just would watch, rewatch, rewatch with director's commentary. Like everything I could devour about Pixar. And they, they came out with, like the tenth anniversary of um, Toy Story at the uh-huh. time. I bought that and Toy Story two and watched with the director's commentary. Like everything, like every special feature of every DVD, like any piece of information. That so was that's there. when you really started digging deep. Uh, totally. And like, it, like it was just like, again, like a kind of a beacon of hope of like, this is what I want to oh, do. Man. Yeah. And then like, even for a while, like I, I deduced that like pretty much everyone at Pixar went to Cal arts, which is like <laughs> the art school out in California. And they have uh-huh. like a character animation program. And that's like where like this it, really specific. Yes. Thing. Like yeah. that's where I want to go. And then like, I kind of like, you know, haphazardly was like, oh, I, I want to do that and kind of looked into it, but didn't really pursue never it. And just, you never pulled the trigger. Um, the farthest I went with it was like meeting with like the head of the like art um, department department of my school. I was going to ask if you ever actually did artist like uh visual art stuff so i took like uh like a drawing class like the next year which was just like it it was it was tough it was tough yeah but it was just like it was like realizing i mean like meeting with like the head of the like art division of my school it was just like hey i'm interested in animation and like god bless him he was just very honest he was like you're at the wrong school if you want to do that and i was like okay okay so i need to change schools and then like it was just like never pulling the trigger wow so it was there was like this like kind of yeah but but i like still wanted to like work for Pixar. I was like, okay, I'll be done with college and then I can like figure it out from there. Sure. And then that period of time, so Cars came out in 06. I can't tell you how much I anticipated that movie. Oh, like, no. like I like the, the Cars, <laughs> this, I mean, this is, this is for real, the Cars website, the promotional website that they have for the movie Cars, they would um, like every like two weeks or three weeks release a new mm-hmm. image of a character that was, con- that was going to be in the movie. Okay. And mm-hmm. then the, you could do like a 360 rotation of the character. Mm-hmm. I would like refresh the website 
to like look <gasps> for these characters. Yes. Yes. Wow. I mean, like, like the day that they would be releasing. Yes. It? Yes. And then like you could that get like a so 360. Deep. It's so deep. It is so deep. Oh my gosh. So I love this. Yes. Yes. <laughs> yes. And like, like, it, it, like my friends, like who mostly were like friends from high school still at the time because I didn't like branch out in college. I right. was like, okay, like. You're- yeah. Yeah, and they they thought it was really funny and like, you know, charming that like for some reason You're Nick s- is really anticipating this like movie about talking cars. Yeah. Um maybe they didn't think that I mean like I'd always love Pixar and they knew that, but it was just like you know, it was like cars especially was just a movie it was like weird to anticipate. Right. Especially like being a freshman in college because it was just like, okay, this looks like you know it, 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 and like still it's like regarded as not their best. No. Um and a little more like kid totally uh aimed yes. than a lot of their other movies 100 percent. i yeah. mean it's just like you you can i, I mean yeah. that's my four year old nephew's favorite right thing well, is cars yeah <laughs> both and of them <laughs> yeah and it's like weird to hear like that it's because it's like they're the third one's coming out next year is like the next pixar movie and it's like um it's like weird to hear that's like oh yeah these are like kids connected these movies too like it's weird to like yeah like hear like oh yeah like well especially if you look at a lot of the other recent pixar films it's like you know thinking of i i know i'm jumping the gun but for the sake of this part of the conversation i think mm-hmm. it it makes sense things like even ratatouille uh you know up inside out mm-hmm. those don't feel overall as much like kids movies no. as something like cars does no totally i mean those are so i 100 like mm-hmm. the cars thing so cars came out we all saw it i like i really liked it but could tell you like, did you know but it was just like it was just like you know like it was good it was good it you is, know, that's it was, how i felt about it, it was yeah. like it's never gonna there i don't know i haven't seen a like well i've seen cars too i, I was do. gonna say i haven't seen a bad pixar movie but yeah. Cars 2 is really not great. No, it's, it, and like, yeah, you have to watch it with the lens of like, oh, this is just like a weird sequel. Mm-hmm. And it, like, basically what it comes down to is like, if the Pixar movie is like less than what you expect, or you can tell it's just not like the, the like cutting and transcendent mm-hmm. like story. It's like, well, the animation is gorgeous. Still fun to watch. And the yeah. characters, like the character animation is beautiful. And like, there's Everything's like some Everything's super fleshed out and so creative. So. It's like still like so beautiful. And like, it's visually. still on the like, in the, Again, in the grand spectrum of animation, it's mm-hmm. still on the like higher end of it. Totally. I mean, like you can't ignore it if you're mm-hmm. talking about animation. Like it, right. it exists and it's something and it's yeah. So Cars came out. I like I dug it and that was like my sister, seven years younger at the time. Like definitely started using her as just like okay, Lena, we need to go see like like <laughs> car. Don't you want to see Cars? Like I'm seeing it for the second time, you know. Um, and she really likes it. So it was just like okay, cool, sweet. Sure. She was what like eleven. Yeah. She's like in yeah. like middle school at the time, and yeah. it's just like. Uh, <laughs> So I appreciate her being a good sport about that. <laughs> That's great. Um, but then, because so the Cars was like like right around the basically like that was when like the contract was up with Disney in terms of them doing a partnership. Oh, and so the, was that the last one or I think Incredibles was the last one, and okay. then Cars. I think that's I think. It, that's the reason it was late it, but like oh oh but basically what happened was was that like pixar was gonna it was like the contract was up it looked like they were gonna be um splitting ways disney and pixar disney announced that since they own the rights to toy story they were gonna do a toy story 3 and it was just like ooh. and tim allen was like the only one who agreed to return and it was about like buzz like being part of like a toy recall and being like shipped back to taiwan and like the Weird. toys yeah and it was just like ooh. I did is... not know about any of that. Yeah, and it was like I think it was called Circle Seven Animation was gonna like take. It was just like something that was just like when uh, you heard uh-oh. about it, it's like no, no, yeah, no, no, like, no, no. no. Uh oh, there's gonna be a movie out there that I have to ignore. 
<laughs> like is what it was. You were um, so Pixar like oh, yeah. loyal that you're like mm, nope, one hundred percent. And like and like that is always stuck out from like Tim Allen of just like oh Tim Allen like true character there. Okay, mm-hmm. you're gonna return, huh? Really? Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, no judgment to Tim Allen. Yeah. But um, I, I think it's fair to to look at his career yeah. and be like, yeah, that's probably the road sure. he was going to take. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> but then they announced that like Disney purchased Pixar, like they re- reached an agreement, mm-hmm. uh, Pixar, and then it was like this huge like like nugget of news because it was like um, Pixar and Disney merged. Mm. Uh, Pixar will still like operate in house, but Disney will release all their movies and um, not only have is- more of the. Like creative control mm-hmm. and like everything. That's yeah. exactly what I was going to say. Yeah, and then and then not only that, but they canceled the Toy Story three that was being made and announced that Pixar would be making a Toy Story three. And I was like, oh my Thank god, god. Like, yeah. I can't. Like this is like it was just like four Couldn't different things. Have been more of like yes. a three sixty. Yes. Yeah, and that was like I think like I think it was like like fall or winter of 05 so it was before Cars so I was like I'm on board for everything that's gotcha. happening here. And then Cars came out. It was good. I liked it. Mm-hmm. Um, but then that was like. I guess like the 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 timing of like Pixar's like like really just like catapulting in terms of like m- like making movies that were like that that were just like movies that like they were it didn't seem like there was they cared about anything else besides making a good movie. Yes, that's and it was a really like, good way to put it. Yeah, and it was like my college year, so it was like sophomore, junior, and senior year was Ratatouille, Wally, and Up. Yeah, and it was just like Jesus. it was just yeah. like such a fucking <laughs> great time to like be like I want to work for Pixar because it was just like Ratatouille. I mean, they're all, each one of those is is phenomenal. Ratatouille. It's a debate whether I mean it's up in the air whether Ratatouille or Up or like my personal. I love really both of those, movies those are so those are much. your like yeah. Wow, I, I, I like Wally a lot. It's not. It, it's like. Not one. It's not like I, I do love Wally, mm-hmm. but it's just not like the level. I absolutely. I remember. You know, I was in the college for like that same mm-hmm. span of time because mm-hmm. I was just a year after you. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I remember, uh, like, the beginning of Wally, the like first like yes. thirty to forty-five minutes. 100%. I was like, that is the most incredible thing I've ever seen on film. I completely. I was agree. just sitting like slack jawed in the theater. Mm-hmm. I was like, could not have been more like raptly watching and experiencing that part of that movie <laughs> yes i can compl- i completely agree it's like the 40 the first 45 minutes of wally are like and the, the whole movie is great yes but it's like those first 45 minutes is like unbelievable it's like it's i'm getting chills yeah. thinking about it it is like s- the artistry and like creativity mm-hmm. and everything mm-hmm. and the animation and e- like it's incredible yeah i mean it, it like and like it, it's like almost secondary that they're not actually speaking words yeah like you kind of realize that like wait a second like there was no actual like verbal dialogue yeah. in that like whole part <laughs> it, i mean it, and yeah it's just like every bit of it is like so thoroughly thought out in terms of like the world what that means how that's affected this robot uh-huh. the, just this robot. it's like such a good i mean it feels like ideas that you have when you're really inspired and like like talking with people you love and you're just like shooting the shit and like talking about creative things and ideas it feels like everything is poured into one of those ideas and this is what it looks like and it's like there's no like it doesn't feel like oh there's like product placement or there's like this is like written to appeal to this person or this demographic like Mm -hmm. it just like like felt like they're just creating this this is true to this world incredible thing yeah Yeah. like it's like i mean like the, the the like closing monologue from Anton Ego, the critic in Ratatouille. Yeah. And that whole like montage is like, is so. It's a Peter God. O'Toole, right? Yes. Yeah. It is so beautiful about I, like, it, it's so good. Uh, So I think I need to revisit Ratatouille because when I saw it at the time, it 
it had been very like hyped to me. I was very excited about it. And then I saw it in this like hot movie theater okay. and I was like really uncomfortable <laughs> yeah. and I was just like that was kind of slow and wasn't as good as I wanted it to be. Yeah, and I okay. just like turned my back on it. But yeah. that Peter, that critic stuff is like the best part of the movie yes. for sure. Yes. I mean, and, it, it, and it's like, it, it's one of those things where it's like you, you like you know just like the synopsis of the movie is like a rat wants to be a cook and it's yeah. just like what are you talking about <laughs> yeah. like it's not apparent like from there's certain movies of theirs that like there's not apparent from the like description of the movie of like what is that or yeah. wh- what's it going to be like it sounds uh-huh. kind of weird it does yeah and it turns out to be it's completely own thing that works so well and you mm-hmm. can't really describe it you have to see it and mm-hmm. it's just like because like ratatouille is like it feels like it's weird that I, I, that I don't know if kids like that movie in general. I was going to say, it it really doesn't. It feels less like a kid's movie than a lot of the others do. Totally. Especially even, you know, with Wally and Up, my my biggest, like, I mean, we already talked about, like, how good the beginning of Wally is. And it really, like, I think the second half tries to, like, relate to kids more than the beginning does, and it gets a little more, like, cartoonish. Mm -hmm. And I feel similarly about the, like, parts of the finale of Up. Sure. Uh, But Ratatouille doesn't really seem to have that moment in it. You know what I mean? Like, there's never, you know... But, like I said, I probably need to, like, revisit it. (laughs) No, I I mean, I I think that I I agree with that. I mean, like, it it really does just, like, kind of stick with, like... The, the it's just like this rat wants to be the as cook. long as you buy into the fact that yeah. a rat wants to be a cook totally. and can and, talk yeah and, and I was like I, it, like it really like I mean like describing of like yeah and the way it works is that um only one um he can't communicate verbally with the the human companion that he has but the way he like he uses him as a puppet by yeah. using his hair it like doesn't it's so make absurd, sense yeah. but it's so believable in the movie I didn't you don't question it, it for um, a second which is the most effective you know world creating thing mm-hmm. I think. It's like if you create a world and then just force the characters to buy into it, mm-hmm. then you kind of, if you do it well and own it, then you're forcing the audience to buy into it too, mm-hmm. I guess. Mm-hmm. I think that's kind of a, I think that's a comedy thing for me. Like, it, or even like film in general, mm-hmm. if, uh, even if something's like absurd, if you own it and buy into it and set it up, mm-hmm. then and you do it well enough, then I think people have to just accept the reality that you create. Totally. I mean, there is like many uh, like idiom that comes from like like a making of from a Pixar film book that I have, and like one of those is like I forget who said it, but it's like it doesn't have to be realistic; it has to be believable. Oh, which is like so it. Which I is lo- just that's like, a really good way to summarize it. Yeah, mm-hmm, where it's like describing it, it's like that. Not only doesn't sound believable, it sounds kind of dumb. <laughs> right. Like, I don't understand it. And then like you see it and you don't bat an eye in terms of like a rat in a kitchen. Uh-huh. Like it's just like, and it, that's such a like testament to like how easy they make it look. Like it's, I'm sure so much work went into like figuring out how to convey that in a believable way. Uh-huh. It's similar with Up too, you know? Yes. It's a movie built around a house flying on balloons right. but it's also got some of the most like emotionally yes. crushing moments yes. of maybe any movie yes <laughs> I, I mean like uh, up is like i mean it like that may be one it, it, i have a hard time picking a number one picture movie but that is definitely in contention for up it. ratatouille up ratatouille i have to say toy story like that i'll say the toy story it's so hard that great. i feel really similarly it's so hard for me to even designate a favorite toy story yeah i mean it, it, yeah because it's just 
just like, I'll do like, it's a kind of a cheat to be like all of them, but I would just say to the Toy Story. But like for Up, it's like, what, what I love about that movie is that it is so like, here are things that, uh, and I've, I've read a ton about, or just like consumed a ton about the making of that movie. Of Up. Of Up. <clears throat> Um, but I've, but you can feel it when you're watching it, but like having heard this in hindsight, I'm like, that's what it is, is that it's like the director being like, I like this thing. I like this thing. I like this thing. Can we, can we put them, can we pour them into the same pot? What does that look like? Where it's just like, um, I know like the Muppets were a big inspiration for him for like uh, how the bird talks sure, and like how it's just like, there's no facial expression. It's just movement. Yeah. And how much character you can get out of that. Uh huh. And then like coming to the idea of like talking dogs, like mm-hmm. that'd be funny, but not have them like talk, but actually just their collars, like interpret them. Like that's a funny idea. Mm-hmm. Um, and like an old guy who's grumpy and like, he's a square and like, it's him coming out of his shell and it's like, and this tidy little round boy. Yeah. <laughs> adorable. I mean, I, like yeah. the way that movie like comes to, the way, every bit about that movie is just like, just go see the movie. Like you can't really describe it. It's like just go see it. Yeah. It's like I would love if movies were just made that way because yeah. it's just like like it, it, it's like from the get go to that movie you are so into it. Yeah. And if you were just I like, mean the f- the opening like montage is astonishing. It, I mean maybe the like hard pressed to find like a better opening like a more emotional opening not only to Pixar film but like to, any like, movie any movie totally agree like you're completely totally into it. It's so simplified and so resonant. Like I said, and I, I felt like the Toy Story movies really set me up to be like an emotional movie watcher. Mm-hmm. If that's the case, then Up was like the spike of that. You know, like I was yeah. a mess. Yeah. <laughs> when I feel like Up was like kind of the like if we're if we're looking at the trajectory of Pixar and like the kind of public, I'll say zeitgeist. Ooh, yeah, yeah. It, that's when they became like their brand became or people started interpreting their brand of just like, okay, how many how many times am I going to cry at a Pixar movie? So true. And it was just like because Toy Story three was definitely like so emotional too. So Toy Story three was the year after after up. up. Yep. Okay, that's what I thought. And so like I think those two movies combined was just like okay, like Pixar movies give me all the cries. Yeah, like, you know, like it's like it's like I've seen so many Buzzfeed or like. Inter- Internet articles yeah. are just like, yeah, you will get the cries at this one, and it's just like, okay, like and like and like it's fair, but it's like because it's like with in, when Inside Out came out, they're just like Pixar's return to form, like you were gonna cry three or four times, which is like pretty true, like mm-hmm. for all those things. But it feels like I just don't like that oversimplification of just like it, it, we're gonna cry at Pixar because yeah. it's just like it's like they're it just feels like they're. It doesn't feel like they're trying to make you cry. I don't just think feels, so either. Yeah, it's just where, them fo- really following. I the totally characters yeah story. I. I, I agree. That's a good way to put it is it's just an oversimplification of something that they do really well. It's not mm-hmm. necessarily like tear jerking. It's just that they engage you in a way and they tell a story in a way that mm-hmm. is so emotionally engaging mm-hmm. that you, you know, are able to like feel that about it, you know? Yeah. 100%. And like, um, yeah. And like up was just like, it felt like the, I won't say pinnacle, but like it just like Ratatouille, Wally, Up. These are just like that's a good way to. I mean, that trajectory. It's insane. Yeah. I mean, like in terms of three movies, three years, same studio. It's like the. I mean, like I'm on board for anything you're gonna do. That's like, a really, really good way to put it. It's yeah. like it's like a Pixar movie's coming out. Okay, I'll check it out. That like, I'm gonna check yeah, it out. Yeah, that 
up really did like push them into yeah. like legendary status. Yeah, and it's like and like that too is just like just on the levels of like animated movies of like it's not sold on like the voice cast of like no. big stars. It's just like the it's like I think Ed Asner did the voice mm-hmm. of Carl and like it was like an unknown kid who did the voice Russell. of Russell and it was just like no these are just how the characters will sound. Mm-hmm. So and Wally was the same way. It's like no voices. And oh it's like, yeah, it's sure. not it's mm-hmm. not like starring these people. It was just like what does the story require? And it felt like it was really driven purely by the story they were telling. Mm-hmm. Um, and with, yeah, with Up, it was just like it felt like so colorful, so stylized, so fucking like. Uh, it just like was like overflowing with creativity like mm-hmm. everything felt good and like the the villain in uh, yeah. um in up is uh, one of my favorite villains of all time really? like, just that old school adventurer and yeah. like when you get the shot of him like lifting the lamp and you see the map of like oh, him yeah. like and it's like all the like um triangulation of trying to find the bird and you realize he's insane yeah. and like i just love like how i just love that character and so much and you kind much. of get like two two like different takes on entering old age and you know right, what i mean right 100 yeah totally and I, yeah i mean nitpicky yeah at the beginning of up little carl Fredrickson is like watching a video of uh or watching a, a newsreel of um i'm forgetting the villain's name no. i don't know it either um uh but, but you, he's watching a newsreel of the adventurer and he's just like, get his like adventure patch stripped away because he's like, the bird doesn't exist. Right. So he's a little kid when that adventurer is like, you know, in the heyday of adventuring. And when they meet up, they're both kind of the same Similar age. Similar age, or, yeah. or, or The adventurer is like much older and somehow carrying the age much oh, better. I've never known that. I've never like and, and realized it's nitpicky. that before. And it's like stuff like that where it's, it's like- fair though. It's if, fair. Especially for a studio who does like- immensely like mm-hmm. plan and think things out well and then that's like the thing it makes me like them even more because like you know like because <laughs> they're like, fallible <laughs> they're, well because like it's like you know they had probably multiple discussions of whether or not that was okay whether or not right. that would read to an audience whether sure. or not it would be believable and they yeah. disagreed like yep and it they will and just like well it's more interesting if we just kind of like yeah Except that that's what is and happening. It, and it works. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And it's like watching it. It's like you don't think that. And it just works. And it like looks so easy. But it's right. like you know they had multiple like discussions about Where like can we do it. this. Yeah, yeah. That's so true. Yeah. Um, yeah. And then. Yeah. So. Yeah. Then I graduated college up. Um, back to so- Toy Story ba- back 3. Back to Toy Story 3. So Toy Story, <laughs> so Toy Story is released. That was perfect, though. Yes. That was like, that. we we crossed the bridge. Mm-hmm. <laughs> as so, much as you wanted to keep talking about Toy Story, it was probably the I right know, thing it was to like, do. I know. It was like, because it's like that that like trajectory, those four years, college, everything, like it was just like it so, led, a lo- it was everything to It me. led to it personally for you mm-hmm. and like professionally for Pixar, mm-hmm. those two things. It's crazy how much those... Uh, it's so telling why you've been so like invested in it the whole time and like, yeah. that stuff. I mean, I'm like like the, talking about it now, like really like thoroughly is like connecting the like I'm very thankful that like I feel so fortunate that I grew up as those were coming out because yeah. it's like that age of college. At least I feel I've been feeling recently. I'm not as impressionable as I was like sure. even five years ago. Uh-huh. So the fact that these like astonishing like movies were coming out and I was so into them and they fucking delivered. Yeah. At an age where I was like not cynical, not oh. like it was just like open to it and wanting it, like and the fact that they did deliver it, I feel so thankful for that. In terms That's of like giving. a really amazing observation, and yeah, and like because now, well, we'll go to touch today and then we'll. Yeah. Okay, I, I don't mean to control like no, everything okay. here, no, but it's like you're following chronology. No, you're doing great. Uh, okay. So, uh, but I, I like so all that led to Toy Story three. Mm-hmm. It was the first. Uh, you said that was like you watched it in your first within like in the first year or so that you lived in Chicago and all that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And so it came out. We went to it. Um, 
and I, and I was so anticipated it, like mm-hmm. so anticipated it. Oh, but you were super. I started, started to get anxious. Right. Yeah, and it was like this weird feeling of like as day and night the short that is before Toy Story three started to play, mm-hmm. I found myself like like v- anxious, like very anxious and like uncomfortable. And again, I didn't know why at the time, but in hindsight, it was because it was like, man, I've been putting so much hope into this and oh. like kind of like reckoning with like, okay, this is ultimately, even if it's the best movie ever, it is just, just a, a movie, movie and it's going to be over. And like, I was like, oh man, oh man. So day and night is playing, and it is one of my favorite shorts. There's a moment in. It, with like the 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 end of day and night, where it's like these two characters. It's a character that represents day or day, night, mm-hmm. and they're just kind of. It's about contrast, and they're kind of battling and stuff. Mm-hmm. The end of it, they were like the sun is setting and the and the um, sun is rising, and they connect in the middle. And then there's right. like a moment of like them like kind of like connecting and realizing that they are similar. Right. There is uh like a radio clip or an audio clip that plays from I don't know who, but it was just like um something to the effect of like, you know, why when we encounter difference is our fir- first reaction to be like, no, I reject that. I don't like that. Why can't we be and it's like about just like the being open to the possibilities of the universe and how that is the most hopeful thing in Whoa. the world. And I, I remember like we, we saw it in three D so I had three D glasses on. I remember just being like feeling totally like okay and just being like oh, oh like that's like it's okay like there's so much hope in the universe like it's in like there's so much possibility like oh my god it was really this like calming thing i'm just like that's amazing it was it was like really it was just like it was just like no matter what and like at the time like the age i was at there was a lot of like you know questioning like religion and like really feeling like nothing's out there yeah and, like, i you know, totally relate to that in yeah. that um uh era of my yeah, life yeah. yeah and it's like a, it was just like a you know a very big like d- time in my life of just like just figuring things out and to kind of, kind of hear uh, that uh uh what's the word i'm looking for experimental yeah or like spiritual spiritual yeah like figuring yeah i can't think of what i'm looking for but it doesn't matter like well I, i'm i'm totally it sounds like we're on the complete same page yeah. here because mm-hmm. it, it's just like this thing of like i have a hard time believing this like a thing crisis of, like a yes. like an identity crisis totally thing. yeah totally and just <laughs> like that's it, what i was looking for and it's like a hopeful thing but like it really can it was like there was a lot of dark stuff yeah. there too because it's like sure. okay well like i i know i, I don't connect with this but like Okay, what we just I guess find hope and then what it is, what is it if it's not this yeah. totally and like that like message of like there's so much possibility in the universe felt like something that was like undeniably great That's like awesome. and true That's like awesome. it wasn't like hey you you have to choose to believe this it felt like no like there is anything is possible like mm-hmm. we can like really connect with each other and there's ideas out there and we have to think and like discover and create and it's That's like awesome so hopeful and like, yeah, it felt yeah. really like powerful that, and then like, you moment. watch toy story three <laughs> and then i watched toy story three but like it sounds like it's like and then i lived happily ever after in toy story three like i really was enjoying it i obviously had read a ton about it like kind of knew the general premise of it so mm-hmm. we're going through the movie and like about like halfway through i kind of get this like kind of like uh-oh feeling again oh, no. just like this is just a movie. Yeah. Um, and I was just like really anxious. And then, because uh, it was just like, I had known what the story was and like the story was playing out in like a very creative way, but it was like, okay, well I know what this is and it's just kind of doing it. Right. Uh, but then when we get to the incinerator scene and it was just like, oh my God, like wh- the, the toys are going to die. <laughs> this is it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And, and again, that movie, like it like really like speaks to just like, it, it, I mean, not to get too widespread here, but it's the same thing with like Harry Potter or like 
where it was just like the story was like it's not giving hope by saying no we can like avoid death or we can like defeat death it's like no death exists yes and it can happen to us but and we have to accept it and yes. love each other and it's like you can't that's something you can't deny yeah you know like wow. you, you can be like yeah. no there's life after death and you can like you know you go you know you become a ghost or you continue living somehow it's like no like death happens it it's the end mortality yes that's exactly what it is like mortality mm-hmm. and it's like there's an end and you ha- and like you look at it and you accept it and then you like hold hands like For and it's sure. just like and it's like we're in this together. Oh god, I'm good. Yeah, yeah. And it's like it's a really like powerful <laughs> it's crazy. thing. Yeah, like it's like it's like it, it felt like no one can take that away. Mm-hmm. Like it's like it's a real like it, like I can I can I can hang my like hat on that. Yeah. Oh my gosh. And it yeah. was just like this like 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 cathartic like oh my god. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Okay. And it's like it's like weird because it's just like these are characters that like are you know are were in this like movie that I loved as a kid mm-hmm. and like somehow like seem to magically like grow with me and turn and speak exactly to what I'm feeling yeah. somehow now. It really does feel remarkable. Yeah. It, 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 and like. Uh, I, I guess I just have to be like thankful for that because yeah. it's just like it's like god damn like and I don't think it's coincidental that you drew an analogy to Harry Potter honestly right. because I think Harry Potter did a really similar thing for uh, again mainly for our age group mm-hmm. you know like it it we we grew up with Harry Potter totally. at least I did me too uh, you know I got in on the ground floor and then read it as it came out and you know literally aged along with those characters yes yeah and and it's like I've been like rereading them like kind of sporadically recently. Nice. And there's like same thing like in Prison of Azkaban at the end like he like thinks earlier in the book that he sees his father like across the lake like right. him and saves him and then like at not spoiler alert at the yeah. end like it just like finds out that it was just him in like using the right. like time travel to like yeah. do it and like I love that so much cuz it's just like his parents are dead. Yeah. They never come back. Mm-hmm. And like it, it, they could come back at so many different times and it could be like, okay, like fine and feel really good. But it's like, yeah. they never come back. Like death is permanent in that world. And, and, and he has to accept that they're, they're with him in a unique way, but right. they're never going to be with him yes. in a literal way. Yes. <laughs> yeah. Like that, I like that's So that's, there's so much integrity to that. Yeah. Like, like and not even integrity. It's just like it's that's like so beautifully true of like finding the hope without that. Like it's like a fictional. It's like a fiction, but it's that 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 part. There's it doesn't bend at mm-hmm. all. They, th- this world that is full of magic. Like you can't. Like you still can't cheat death. You can't that's, cheat death, man. That, that's like so awesome. intense. Yeah. And that's and you know like so. Uh, I it would be skipping ahead from Toy Story three, but sure. Inside Out yes. has this of like a very similar message in mm-hmm. a lot of ways, at least not, maybe not like overarchingly for the whole movie, but there mm-hmm. is the, the whole like bing bong storyline is very much, yeah. uh, in that vein. Yeah. I mean, to- totally. And like the death of, of childhood, mm-hmm. like I- I'm very interested. I mean, like, I guess with any like great stuff or stuff that you like really like love, it's mm-hmm. like, like I'm very interested to revisit it at different stages in my life. Yeah. The, where it's just like, because like to me it's like watching that as a parent I imagine that's going to have like 12 other levels added to it I can't imagine yeah because like watching it 
now I'm just like, I'm like, oh my God, like, yeah. Like I think of like, you know, my little sister who I like, it was like the closest thing to having, like seeing someone kind of grow up Mm -hmm. where it's like, oh God, that just like goes away and it's so beautiful and it's like still part of us, but it's like, it is gone. I think the most devastating part of that movie for me is uh, when her dad comes into her room Mm -hmm. at like when she's going to bed and he wants to like play around with her and like, you know, like they used to and she's like too upset and too like, you know, confused by like puberty and emotion and she like turns him away Mm -hmm. and then you see Goofball Island crumble. I'm like, even that sounds ridiculous, but the moment in the movie is devastating to me. Like that, that moment just like is as someone who like knows I went through that mm-hmm. as a young person watching it like reflected back is just <laughs> crippling. <laughs> it really is. I mean, like, and it's amazing that like, it's like you feel like the, I, it's like you feel that you feel that even though I don't know if I'd ever think about it in that way. It's like seen it represented as like, this is 100% true. And it's like mm-hmm. such a shock to see. Yeah. It's like, oh my God. Yeah. Like, and like when they do that for, yeah, like each one where it's like her mm-hmm. best friends, like from back uh, home and that yeah. goes away. And it's just and like, like, this, hockey like hockey. And, yeah. 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 And it's like, oh. <laughs> man, it really is. And like, so the, uh, and she's from Minnesota. She's from oh, in Prairie, Minnesota. That's right. And the director, Pete doctor is from Bloomington, which is, where my grandparents live and where my parents graduated high school. So like, I like, you're even having even more personal in, I mean, I mean, it's as sad to me as it is to anyone, but like, like I just felt like, man, and there's like moments where like, I mean, like at the end of the movie when they're all like hugging and like when she just like, you know, gives into like the sadness that like rewinding the memory kind of thing is I like, I, I was again, like slack jawed, you Mm -hmm. know, I was just like, Oh my God. Like the artistry of that and the way that they write it and the way that they reveal it and everything Mm -hmm. is like, I, it's just such good filmmaking. It is. I mean, like when they're like hugging at the end and she's just like, I miss Minnesota and like, I miss the woods. And it was, it's just like, that is so beautiful. And they're just like hugging and just like, it's like, it's like, I'm sad too. And it's just, just like, Oh my god! Like, yeah, it, it's just like everything. It's it, like it, yeah. Inside Out crept into my top three. Honestly, yeah, that, I I love it so much. Me too. I really really love it. I very much so. And like, um, it might be weirdly. I think it might be like it, I'm probably gonna use your same Toy Story cheat. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> but my top three might be uh, Inside Out, Toy Story, and maybe Monsters Inc. I, I could really totally get behind Monsters that. Inc. I could totally get behind that. Um, I mean, I love Wally and Up, and mm-hmm. like I, I love those movies, but those might be the ones that like resonate with me the most. I, I completely, <laughs> I can totally agree with that. Um, and Monsters Inc. Yeah, the just like the creativity of it it's and there. everything. Well, uh, from like a direct, so like the director, so Pete Doctor, the guy who's from Bloomington, Minnesota, mm-hmm. uh, who did Inside Out. He also did Up and Monsters, Inc. Those oh, are the two other movies that he did. That makes a lot of sense. Yeah, and so, like, I, like, I, I guess knowing that, like, it's, like, amplified, but it's, like, you can can you can see, like, kind of the voice, uh, you know, like, of, like, oh, yeah, those movies do feel that, and I feel like the I movies I think Brad makes, Bird's the same way. Yes. Brad Bird definitely has a very specific vein. Yes, you can, like, you know when you're watching that, and I would say, though, like, Pete Doctor and Brad Bird are my favorite Pixar movies to see because so you you almost lean a little more Brad Bird mm-hmm. maybe because so Brad Bird did Incredibles yeah Ratatouille and those are the only Pixar movies but he's doing Incredibles two uh, right as well but those are the only two Pixar movies that he's done um, but he's also done the Iron Giant before that right. which uh, 
it, 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 we could have a whole separate discussion. Yeah. <laughs> I love that movie so much. But that was like the, that makes yeah. sense. Like that's definitely in a similar vein of those movies. Yeah, and totally. like it, I can see why you would uh, respond to it a lot. Yeah, hasn't he? Has he done a live action movie like? Yeah, recently. He, yeah, so he did Tomorrowland. That's right. Did you see that movie? I didn't. My boyfriend mm-hmm. did, and he really liked it. Actually, yeah, yeah. It's one of those movies that like. Um, it wasn't like a hit. Uh huh. Um, I saw it and like knowing, I'm like, oh yeah, it's a Brad Bird movie. I like give it the benefit of the doubt of like, I see what you're going for here, and I love that. Mm-hmm. The movie itself like wasn't. Um, it, Th- yeah, that's exactly what Eric said. He was like, for what it's doing, I like, I really like what it was doing. Like I he liked the the like world that it created and like what it was going for even mm-hmm. if it wasn't like the perfect execution of it totally yeah I mean the me- yes and the message again is like I gotta watch it yeah d- definitely check it out and like knowing like yeah what you know about it that like you watch it kind of like with a grain of salt it is very good and there's like a kind of underestimated like part about it where like the tone of the movie is like very feels very much like a um, like classic 60s live action Disney movie which is like kind of like not not a lost like tone, but it is like a very specific tone that uh-huh. was really cool to kind of feel that again. That's interesting. Yeah. So kind of like a like what would you put in that category? Um, like uh, have you did you ever see like the original live action Twenty Thousand Leagues Under the Sea? Mm-mm. Okay, that that it's like kind of like that where it's like this like um like adventurous. A Swiss Family Robinson. Did mm-hmm. you ever see that? It's like I've, I've seen bits and pieces. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's like similar where, where it's like there's a, a retro feeling to it. Almost like a bed knobs and brooms. I've never seen bed knobs and brooms. I've seen bits probably. and pieces of that too. Yeah. I think they're all, all in a, a similar vein. Yeah, I mean it's like uh like it's like a, a hopeful feeling, a Maybe fun even feeling. Maybe Mary Poppins? Yes, that's okay. a great example. Cool, cool. That's a great okay. example where it's just I like I love Mary Poppins. Me too. That's my shit. Totally. And I haven't <laughs> seen I have like the VHS of that and like haven't seen it in years and years. And Did I, you see Saving Mr. Banks? I did not i've wanted to good it's good if you like mary i think i would like posit that anyone who grew up really loving mary poppins Mm -hmm. would love that movie okay i will i will take it to heart yeah i'll watch tomorrowland yeah i'll watch you should watch saving mr Banks. yes i will (laughs) and uh an episode of last man standing so oh uh, yeah yeah. right i test you with Uh, two things you can give me one more before we before and i feel i feel like the like saving mr banks thing is like play and tomorrowland plays into a little too of like that like 60s era disney where it's like it's it's like a very specific feeling and i feel like disney world and disneyland are full of that like it's like a retro it's to the rides yes feel that way there's like a that that's like kind of like the nostalgic quality of disney that's like very specific and so like I just love iconic, that me iconic, too. Mm-hmm. and it's like I feel like the like say Mr. Banks. It looks like it taps into that, and Tomorrowland definitely does too. Where it's like recognizing that cool. '60s that Disney was very something specific, like something very specific in the '60s. Cool, that was like hopeful, fun. Uh, yeah, great. There's totally a lot of that in um, Saving Mr. Banks. I mean, okay. it's Emma Thompson and Tom Hanks. Like, yeah, I know. <laughs> I mean, Tom, Tom Hanks. I've like have phases where I like Tom Hanks. I just like think about him as I'm walking and like try to walk like him. If that makes sense. <laughs> That's just, amazing. Like, so he's like. So it's like he's it's like all like so wonderful and uh-huh. like funny and effortless uh-huh. seemingly with yeah yes. he he's definitely like in a league of his own Ooh, Ooh, oh no he no, is no. he is very much so you <laughs> cannot argue that. that's good uh, i would accidental yeah i was gonna I was gonna, I really quickly try to do Bridge of Spies, but can't think of it. But, um, but yeah, uh, but yeah, I uh, but yeah, definitely check out for Tomorrowland. But, but Brad Bird, um, yeah, I mean, hearing Brad, like I would recommend like finding any like podcast interview with Brad Bird. Cool. Um, 
he the the passion that he seems to have and like the way he talks about movies and like how seriously he takes art mm-hmm. in general is like a very inspiring because like yeah me personally I like I feel like I'll, like I'll sometimes be like oh it's just comedy or it's just right. like writing and like I got to do my job the way he like treats then you art listen as to him like talk about it and you're like I'm a I'm yeah. a, a fraud <laughs> yeah well no just in terms of like of like oh like oh I, I you know I really like movies and I watch a lot of movies and I really connect with movies and it's like oh that's just a fun thing that I have no but when he talks about like like why Raiders of the Art or why Raiders of the Lost Ark is so great or why he likes Empire Strikes Back it's like oh fuck like yes there's like that's it's it. like a real thing that needs to be fought for yeah and, and like, cool and like used and pushed forward that's awesome it's very inspiring uh so what what bridge that gap so post toy story between toy story 3 and yeah inside Inside out Out, Mm -hmm. is there anything that we're uh well well it's interesting because it's like kind of a different like it's kind yes be so like like up until toy story 3 i guess what was your experience after so obviously you had mm -hmm. this like really visceral like reckoning with toy story 3 Mm -hmm. so like what 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 was next? <laughs> I, I mean, I haven't like given this like like a ton of thoughts, but I would say that that's like kind. It's kind of like a. I will not say day you ma, but mm. like if it does feel like that is a climax sure. because like the next year it was Cars two, which I definitely saw opening weekend. You did, yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, and like you know, it was like that thing of like okay, like I, the animation's really great, and I kind of like the cartoony quality of it and everything. Like I like the spy element of it, but it's mm-hmm. like I mean, yeah, it is, it is, it is a spy movie. It's mm-hmm. just not. It's just hard to compare to like most of the other uh, Pixar oeuvre. Yeah, it doesn't speak for itself. Like mm-hmm. you have to be like, oh, I really like like. Um, how they pulled like a James the James Bond feel and what the, how they interpreted that sure. like really clever how the cars had all these functions and sure stuff. definitely but, the most interesting part of the movie yes <laughs> exactly I mean it, and it's like it really is and it's like yeah. really just like oh man they go around the globe and like mm-hmm. it's like but like yeah so and then after that was Monsters University oh I like Monsters University I do too I do too and it's like but it's also like you know it doesn't necessarily speak for itself nope. I love the animation of it the character mm-hmm. design is so good everything looks great seeing little tiny Mike Wazowski yes. is oof, worth it's the price beautiful. of admission. Yes, <laughs> it, is, it is good, and I really liked. Like, I mean, it was like a real like I like looking at it as like if I saw this on TV, I would like love this. Yeah, that's a, that's a decent way to put it. It's <laughs> it's not quite as a satisfying, you know. It's not like a Toy Story two where mm-hmm. you where like the. Uh, it's just not quite as like affecting, but I, I I liked it. I did too. I did too. Um, and uh, I've seen it like yeah, like I've seen it multiple times. Like, I have I've seen it a couple to times it. too. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, and oh, sorry, no. After Cars two was Brave. Oh right, I forgot about Brave. Yes, I've. That's the only Pixar movie I've only seen once. Really? Yeah, yeah, yeah. There's there's others that I've only seen once, but Brave is also one of them for me. Okay, yeah, mm-hmm. I remember. I saw it in theaters, and I've I've never. I don't think I've ever revisited. Yeah. I definitely never revisited the entire thing. Sure, sure. Yeah, I'm like definitely. I liked boat. it. I, I I did. I it was like the first time that I felt like. Okay, this was not a pic. It doesn't feel like a Pixar in terms it of like it, it, as much. yeah, it was like still the- very fantasy. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it feels almost like a, a, a you know not a traditional Disney princess because it is pretty. Di- you know, she's obviously the protagonist, mm-hmm. but it still feels like a Disney princess movie. It, it, it does, and like um, it just like lacked that like next level mm-hmm. thing. It just like That's it, fair. it was like it was like lacked that like magic quality of like oh my god, this is like unprecedented. Yeah, because like reading and like anticipating Brave was like it sounded so awesome mm-hmm. that they were like gonna do a fairy tale mm-hmm. that uh, it was gonna be a, like uh, uh not a 
princess. I mean, is she like a princess? It was like it was like us subverting is, the princess, right? Sort of thing, right? She is a princess, and she is supposed to be finding a prince, and that right. is a lot about. Uh, that is a lot of what the movie is, is her like rebelling against that expectation, Mm -hmm. which is satisfying in some ways. But I agree with you. It doesn't quite take it to the next level. Like it's it's just a nice, uh, you know, obviously the animation is gorgeous. Like I almost wish I liked it more. (laughs) Me too. Well, and it's like, it's like, um, I remember when Finding Nemo came out, it was like pretty much like Pixar was like batting 100 at that Mm -hmm. time. And then like, uh, the next movie was Incredibles, Incredibles, which was so different and so awesome, for sure, and felt very different, for sure. And it was just like it's awesome. And like in hindsight, it's like what they did was like they brought Brad Bird in um, after he did Iron Giant to like make the next movie because they didn't want to become complacent. They wanted a new take. Yes, they cool. wanted. They wanted like okay, like we realized that like we've been making these movies, and even though it was like three or four movies at the time, they're like we want to bring in a new voice cool. to like keep it fresh. And and weren't like. Uh, what's that that like kind of lore thing in Pixar where they like jotted out like all right. of these concepts all at the same time? Yeah, you have to know yeah. what I'm talking well, that, about. So the teaser for Wally had that where they're like they had a lunch where it was like what? So Toy Story came out like what's gonna and I think Bugs Life was already mi- I or, think it was right around that it was either before or after yeah. Bugs Life but it was right around mm-hmm. that time where it was just like okay well we got to I mean it's looking like that since. Toy Story was successful. We're gonna have we to got, make these. We got ahead of steam. Yeah, yeah and like um, uh, allegedly, and I think it's fairly true. It was like uh, you know, obviously, it wasn't like this is what Monsters Inc. will be, and this will yeah. but it was like it's that not seeds like they of wrote those ideas. The whole thing right. out. Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. But the, the seeds of the those seeds ideas is a good way to put it. Yeah, were like thrown out in mm-hmm. that like lunch where yeah. it was like I think it was John Laster, Andrew Stanton, Pete Doctor, and Joe Ramft. Wow. Um, which what? are like the and Joe Ranch is the, the guy who passed away and right. then the other three are like you know the guy who directed Still. Finding Nemo Wally Finding Dory and then Pete Doctor and John Lester so it was just like I mean the pillars of the original company mm-hmm. um, but it's awesome that like so they made like you know Bugs Life uh, Monsters Inc Finding Nemo made those ideas and then like they're like oh Brad Bird made a really great animated film let's bring him in and like just to keep things Shaking to up. prevent like complacency and so tying that back to Brave is like Brenda Chapman was the name of the director who originally came in with the idea would be their first female director. Cool. Um, I think she was either a co-director on Lion King or like she was like head of story on Lion. She Love was like it. yeah, and it was just like that awesome. makes a lot of sense too. Yeah. Lion King to Brave connection totally, mm-hmm. totally. Mm-hmm. and like it was just like awesome it felt like it was that same vein of like you know what we've had nothing but success so far and we're gonna keep like keep, but like we gotta keep like experimenting and changing things mm-hmm. and so it was like and I heard it was supposed to be like a, closer to like Grimm's fairy tales like Ooh, not like mm-hmm. the like Disney fairy tale but like a little serious dark. darker yeah and like <clears throat> I remember like one of the promote like the stills like art stills that they released before the movie was like I think her name is Marita. Mm-hmm. Like her with a sword, like in this ice cave, and it was like, oh fuck Don't yeah, stop. Like, yeah, this yeah, yeah. so good. Yeah. And I heard it was like there's supposed to be a ton of snow in it, mm-hmm. and like, but then like there was like whatever happened, it wasn't working, and so they like changed directors really? and like, oh, so Brenda Chapman wasn't like who finished the project. No, she's accredited with co-directing it, but Mark Andrews, who was like. Um, like head of like uh, story, the storyboard department, like uh, the head of story for like Incredibles, and um, he did like the action se- opening action sequence in Toy Story three. Like mm-hmm. he's like an action kind of director storyboarder. Mm-hmm. Seems really awesome. That makes but sense. But he like he like took over and finished it. So and the movie has the feel of like. Did you see the Good Dinosaur by the way? I didn't. So if I was going to mention tough. that, I never yeah. saw it. Cause, yeah. Uh, that that and. Uh, uh, Cars 2 I think are the only 
those might be the only ones I didn't see in theaters. Okay. Or uh, definitely on the short list yeah. of ones I didn't see in theaters. And totally. Good Dinosaur, I just never got around to. Yeah, and that's fair. I still I haven't like... seen Finding Dory, actually. Okay. Um, yeah, it's interesting. Well, it's like it's like Brave and Good Dinosaur both had like major change ups in like the production yeah, that, and like halted. That was like, I like... remember hearing that about Good Dinosaur. Yeah. It just kind of kept getting like pushed down the pipe. And then mm-hmm. there were a lot of, there was a big conversation that it just kind of got like buried in the same year as Inside Out just mm-hmm. so that Inside Out could kind of like take the focus totally. of the, the like popularity. Well, and like Inside Out, like, fe- like yeah, it's like the movies that like the movies that they're known for, like that we've been talking about are like so pure and like intuitive and yeah. like what a great idea. And next out. level kind of like we're, yeah. yeah, yeah. Whereas like Brave and Good Dinosaur both feel like they're great ideas and somehow it's like not quite delivered. Mm-hmm. It's, it doesn't feel like just like followed through it just feels weird because like brave it was like such a cool idea but then it was like okay like we don't really like blow things out it's here not super like, satisfying in the end no um and good dinosaur is that same way where it's like the i remember hearing the original idea where it was like what if the asteroid that killed the dinosaurs missed earth and dinosaurs continue to live and then it was just like oh like maybe there'll be like dinosaurs in present day like yeah. incorporated somehow like and that feels like so inventive and like sure. where, what are they gonna do with that yeah and, like, or, like humans and dinosaurs coexisting like what does that look yeah, like yeah going back to that like believable even if not realistic right thing. well and again it's like that seed of an idea where it's like wally was like what if people evacuated earth and forgot to turn the last robot off and <laughs> yeah. it's like that it's like you could it's like if you sat down and with that idea it's like oh my god could, what can you do with yeah, that yeah, uh-huh. where it's like the, the good dinosaur it's like asteroid misses earth that kill the dinosaurs what happens that like you can it's like a writing exercise sure. it's like there's so much you can do uh-huh. and that's implied with this and the good dinosaur like it's like it it's not it, it like doesn't follow that really mm-hmm. yeah and it's like kind of weird it's like well why it almost feels like like this could just the asteroid could have hit Earth, or like this could just have been told. This is just a regular dinosaur just like story. A dinosaur movie. Yeah, and it was like mm. a little weird, but um, I did cry. Good dinosaur. It has its there moments. You go. Yeah, um, <laughs> didn't totally miss you. <laughs> didn't totally miss me. Did not. Did not miss the mark completely. Um, I was I was crying behind my 3D glasses with like two other people in the theater on like a Monday night. Um, but uh, but yeah, so 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 brave, yeah, and then like my, so it's like Cars two, Brave, Monsters University. It's like okay, like it almost like matched up perfectly with like I like you know really had a moment like like it was like building 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 with my love of Pixar movies and like them you know being delivered and it like almost matched up perfectly with like okay I'm more financially stable I feel more at home in Chicago and I don't need these movies as much wow and like you know it's like if Cars if like everything had been a year off and like my first year in Chicago had been like Cars 2 you might have been like yeah who knows (laughs) am I here today I don't know Um, so I'm like very thankful that it worked out the way it did but it's like I didn't need them as much yeah that's really really interesting yeah it's like almost like secondary that like oh yeah like Pixar isn't like you know as good they're not releasing as good of movies as they used to Uh and then it's like but I've still seen them Almost everything coming down the pipe is like a sequel now. Yeah. Uh, there aren't as many things to get excited about that are like original ideas, which is really what, you know, a lot of what we've talked about that's made Pixar so exciting over the years. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. And so it's like, it like helps that it's secondary mm-hmm. kind of, or has been secondary kind of since 2010. And like, uh, I mean, Inside Out, that's why it was like, it was just like, oh, here it is. I love it. The, here it is. That's like, a really like, good, yeah. So maybe now. <sighs> that that's what like Pixar will be uh, for our generation is that like every few years they'll have one that really like hits it out of the park and everything Mm -hmm. else will be like yeah still good yeah (laughs) yeah I mean I I, that's what it's sort of looking like Uh um yeah and it's how you feel about Finding Dory 
it was a, it was pretty good. Mm-hmm. You know, it was like a, it was like in terms of like I mean, again, it's like you it, it's probably other than the Toy Stories aside, probably their best sequel. Yeah, it's like good and like the like. Um, I'm excited to see it again. Mm-hmm. The middle port, like the actual story of it, like and like the the setting and like what they do with it is like really good. It was like mm-hmm. very entertaining. Mm-hmm. Once it like t- once it like gets going, it like it's it's good. Mm-hmm. Um, but it's like it, it, you know, it, it, like it, I don't know. It's like part part of that thing is hard to like divorce the like. Well, I kind of know it's like because it's a sequel. They're probably it's like financial reasons, but they did it really like knocked it out of the park. Yeah, uh, under that like you know umbrella uh, umbrella, yeah. and it's like okay, and it's like it, I don't know. Like now it's like as a kid, if Finding Dory came out, I'd be like, no, they just like really needed to tell this sequel story. Yeah, and, like, it's like tough, but it's like because it's like Toy Story two. It's like they probably made that originally for financial reasons because it was like a hit that like yeah. we got we, we really wanted like cash in you know mm-hmm. I mean that's an oversimplification but it's like Toy Story two like could, it's like whether like Toy Story bombed and mm-hmm. Toy Story two bombed it felt like Toy Story two was like both those movies like were so true right like, to like whereas the Finding Dory like it's like okay it's like good to see these characters again and it's like almost essential yeah but not quite sure. mm-hmm. in terms I agree of, with you mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. so yeah and like yeah so I think n- next year it's like Cars 3 right but then in November of next year they're doing Coco which is like um, uh, Day of the Dead uh, like oh cool movie. yes I yeah. did hear about that yeah. yeah yeah that sounds cool it sounds really cool it sounds like the that that's like the like one for the you know staying true to like the original Pixar of like original story Love something it. they haven't done it, mm-hmm. I'm excited to like I heard it might be a musical Ooh. which is like it's like fuck yeah like that's let's see interesting. yeah like it, it's yeah like, I guess it's uh kind of shocking that Pixar's never really gone down that road at all right yeah I think like my guess would be like they were actively like not doing certain things that like Disney was to like set them apart from yeah not set them apart but just to differentiate yeah because that was being covered thoroughly yeah. like yeah, the yeah. animated musical we got frozen yes yeah, exactly yeah. <laughs> so <laughs> right. it's like we don't need to do that mm-hmm. so like, it sounds like really cool to like it's like all right, I'd be very interested. It's like when they said they were doing like a fairy tale with Brave. It was like okay, cool. cool. Like I'll that's, see it. Yeah, yeah, it's, yeah. Like, it's like sounds like it's born out of like we're we're this is what the story calls for. Kind I of think thing. I'm just and it's just always going to be exciting to see what they can do as an original story. Totally, one hundred percent. And it's Lee Unkridge who he directed uh, Toy Story three. So and that's pretty cool. <laughs> pretty good. Yeah. Pedigree. Yeah. Um, <laughs> yeah. Overall, do you feel sorry? No. Nope. Overall, do you feel uh, like there's anything that uh, you'd be remiss not to like mention in this conversation? I feel like we've done a great job of this comprehensively going thorough. through it. Yeah, this has been great. Um, not that I can think of. I mean, it's been like pretty enlightening for me to like actually discuss it because it and is something that like is so like in my brain kind yeah. of all the time, like nuggets of like Pixar sure, stuff. Obviously, yeah. Yeah, and like so, like to talk about like really like the like kind of like the the anxiety of seeing Toy Story 3 and like being like man that was really kind of like a pinnacle yeah. moment like uh-huh. a meaningful moment has been uh-huh. great. like I haven't like really like fully fleshed it out in my head so this has been That's like awesome. great to talk about great well I think another thing that uh, goes along with that mm-hmm. really nicely is um, my last question which is uh, how do you feel like your love of Toy Story or <laughs> that was a little for no that works that works <laughs> how, does your, how do you feel like your love of Pixar films mm-hmm. has influenced you creatively and uh kind of your life in general obviously we've been talking about this over the course of this conversation but uh if you have any ways to kind of like tie a ribbon on on Mm -hmm. the conversation i'd love to hear it uh that's a great question um i think kind of going back to like the toy story 2 coloring contest thing i (laughs) think like uh it's like 
you you just kind of connect with it mm-hmm. and you you i guess like you just assume that everyone is you don't think about oh yeah this really resonates with me you just think like oh no everyone likes this this is a universal universal thing um and i think my mom and family recognized how much it resonated with me more so than i did in terms of like okay nick really connects with this and 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 um and, and like being like, oh, this reminds me of Nick. And I remember like my brother being like, oh, I could see Nick like being a cartoonist like oh, someday. That's or awesome. Like, or in a children's book. And it's like stuff that like, y- y- you know, you don't see uh, in yourself. You're just like, oh, no, this stuff resonates. And like your teacher, right. Olsen. Like right. Like if, if that moment really did happen. Yeah. And it's like it's like people like recognizing like, oh, no, this is like, you know, follow the. It's the kind of the thing of like realizing, no, follow that. That is special oh. and that is you. And it is like true to you know that's passion it's passion that's passion yeah, yeah. <laughs> and it's like you know it, however you want to look at it of like it, it just what for whatever reason is resonant and connects and speaks to something in you of like yep without thinking about it that it's that that is what it is that's like what i want to do that's that's every that 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 is why i'm here i, I mean why i'm here it's like that that is what what i want to do that's awesome and I, like personality or like you know how I think about things I in terms of like okay I'm gonna do this to get here that I don't really think like that mm-hmm. but like I think being out in Chicago doing improv and and hearing that like Joe Ramft like in hindsight like uh almost I think he did Groundlings wow. um, but it's just that thing of I like, mean that makes a lot of sense if you think about the like character building yeah and you know agreement and acceptance kind of like um, I feel like that's what I was trying to get at earlier when I was talking about like, uh, and you brought in the like, it doesn't have to be realistic. It has to be, believable. it just has to be believable. Mm-hmm. Uh, I think that resonates with me a lot where comedy is concerned. Totally. Yeah. I, yes. And it's like what, you know, improvisation, uh, the umbrella term of improvisation. So like sketch writing, writing, comedy, solo, sure. character, all that stuff is like, I feel like like they're doing that at the highest form when like their best movies it's like this is story this is character this is comedy this is visual storytelling this is using everything in the medium to like world building world building like if this is true then this is true it's like so yeah 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 like it's like so that it's so the pure like feel like the purest best done well-funded best artist in the world doing that and it's like oh okay like so without really thinking about it in like a you know uh, a black and white like this is why I do this yes it's like that is pretty true it's like this feels like this is like that so Um, true and like and it's like inspiring to be like okay like this is good like then I'm like I'm I'm so happy and proud that I am pursuing that and following that and and it's like okay so what's what's the next thing or how do we how do we hone this even more that's awesome and it's like I love that it's like it's been there from like a kid, you mm-hmm. know, it's like you feel it as a kid and Man. like be like since third a, grade, since third grade. And it's like that it, it's like I'm, that, that is something I like take pride in and like hang on to of like, no, that's me. Like that's that is true to me. I like cartoons. I like animation. I love character. Like it's all there. And like, OK, like how does it come out? Like how how does that all merge together? And I'm figuring trying to figure that out. But it's like slowly. That's building. awesome. 
That that's so great, man. This has been such a fun it, conversation. Uh, thank you sincerely, Pratina. This has been so good. You're like so easy to talk to and like so supportive and enthusiastic. Like, as about, soon like, as everything. you said Pixar, I was like, oh hell yeah. yes. There's a, there's an episode like from a little while ago where you I think it was right when uh, Inside Out came out mm-hmm. and you talk about it a little bit and you had said on the episode you're like yeah like even like you can just tell it's different like from other anime movies because like the characters have like little like specs that are floating around. I'm like okay, I need. <laughs> Like she gets it. That's she great. totally gets it. I love that. It, that yeah. means so much. Yeah. Uh, I love that you you heard that and and honed in on that. Oh yeah. That's the best. I was gonna say right before we go, I got uh, a chance to see you do some solo work within the last couple of weeks, and that was one of the oh, things yeah. that made me go, "Oh, I need to get Nick to oh. be on the podcast." And one of the things you did was this a marionette puppet. Yeah. In the club. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I like described that in words to my boyfriend and even without seeing it, he was like, oh, that's hilarious. Like uh, even and like trying to kind of like talk about some of the, the physicalities that you achieve and like <laughs> these really specific like puppet like movements. It makes so much sense to hear that this is so inspiring for you, even in this yeah. one bit. Thank you. Uh, so I just wanted to say that. Thank um, you so much. And your whole set was great. But that that was just so like, you know. No dialogue, mm-hmm. uh, just physicality and like character creation, and you know exactly what the setup of the of the world is. It seems mm-hmm. really simple, and uh, but yeah. So to me, I I saw that reflected directly in that specific bit. Thank you very. <laughs> m- I I thank you. That means a lot. I really appreciate that. And like, yeah, it's I. Yeah, like, an- <laughs> it's like it's like the animation, like physicality of like physical comedy is like so there of like I, I get it, dude. Yeah, it, it's it's totally evident. Yeah, and it's like something that like it, it yeah, it like feels like it. I don't. I, I won't go on a tirade of like sure. it's underrepresented or like you know when like when I write a bit, I try to try to like do like so much verbal stuff and then realize like no, there's so it much physical comedy. Yeah. yeah, it's like but there is. It's like such a like I feel like there's it, there's gold in mm-hmm. like physical comedy that has yet to be like. It, we, it's like it, there's, there's, it's there's just very pure yeah in and, a lot of ways yeah and like I feel like I've had a few conversations with people of like it's underrepresented or like mm-hmm. so many like movie comedies now are so verbal mm-hmm. which is great and has its place but it's like physical comedy is like we it's, it's so, undeniable it's universal yeah, it's like yeah. a universal language uh-huh. and it's like so uh, yeah it's a whole separate conversation <laughs> where it's just like totally but, yeah. I probably yeah I probably uh, opened a door here at the yeah, end, yeah, but yeah. I wanted to, Thank to you tell so you much. that because I thought of it I really appreciate um, that this has been a total joy, Nick. Yeah, likewise. Thank you so much. Thank you so much, Mary Beth. I love you and I mean but, that. Yeah, thank you too. Baby, how you feeling? This has been a Nerdalogs production. If you'd like to help make more things like this, please visit patreon.com slash to donate today and go to www.nerdalogs.com for more cool stuff. Thanks for being awesome. Thank you all. Thank you all. I am Grabbot23548X.